just scroll down. I say oh, as okay. I have like 25 tabs open. Why is everything else so large? I just wanted the text bigger. <laughs> Piece of shit. Yeah, okay. Now, <laughs> that's all staying in. Hello, Durian. What's up? <laughs> I, recording is hard, it turns out. <laughs> People wonder why we don't do video. Surprise! Um, this is how you know, it works. There was a time where we not only did video, we actually did a live podcast and I did production while being a person on the actual podcast, like complete with like gameplay clips and everything. I mean, we did that like once. There was once. a time where we were that organized <laughs> and we knew what we were doing. Like, I think it was like once or twice we did that. And yeah, I, oh, yeah, no, it was not. It was not. <laughs> a thing. We, we quickly learned how fucking hard it was and we we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is E3 time. Duran, are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, it's. it's... You know, I got more excited as it got closer. Mm. Uh, I was definitely concerned when, like, every day it was like, okay, who's <laughs> pulling out of E3 this time? <laughs> I was like, um, usually I take the whole week off months in advance, months in advance. Uh, but this time what happened was um, I totally forgot about E3, like, entirely, entirely <laughs> forgot about it. And then, uh, like, three weeks ago, my boss is like, you know what, you're getting a major project in July. Do you want any time off beforehand? I was like, wait a second. There's a like thing in June, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I totally <laughs> forgot." And then it was a sweet, so I I got the whole week off, and after well, first I got three days, but whatever, I won't go into that. And after that, when the pre E three coverage started ramping up, I got me. It got me again. I got the bug, and I started loving it. And I'm so into it right now. I just can't fucking wait. But um, especially because of the pre show announcements that we've already seen, which I've listed here in like dot points, um. I wish I had links. I forgot to get links for these. I was busy with doing something else that'll come up later in the show. Um, but yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I didn't even request time off until last week. Mm-hmm. I, um, did you? Okay, we're gonna go into what we're hoping for and expecting later in the show, and and so we'll approach this like a Scotchcast, as if we've done these recently, and I remember how to do them. All right, so welcome to Scotchcast of the week of the 8th of June, 2019. Um, we're going to start, this is Duran, and I'm Cynic, and we're going to start with news, all right? We're going to start with what has been leading up to E3, because that's all going to be part of the hype thing, um, and like there's been a bunch of shit revealed, right? Today was EA Play. We'll get to that last of the three. But before today was Google Stadia Connect. So real, real quick, before we get into the news, mm-hmm. I, I think maybe set expectations. Like <laughs> when we talk about what we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the things that have actually been revealed. I don't yes. think we're going to get into like the dump truck of supposed leaks that have been going supposed on. Supposed leaks. Week supposed leaks. Like I don't necessarily yeah. trust a lot of them. Um, no, no. And and and. Some of them seem like well, at least too boring. A and B, it's just like whatever. Like this stuff, I I could have guessed anyway. The only thing that was I was annoyed that leaked was Elder Scrolls, but we get to that in a hot second. Let's start with, to me, the craziest thing so far. What was it called? Gigantamax. <laughs> uh, Dynamax. 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 Fuck you, Nintendo. I was like full on into that trailer. I was so for the in. New Pokemon games until I saw that, and then and then I was like, okay, well, you know, yeah. all right, they put a gimmick in every one of these games. It's optional. A gimmick fighting thing, like whatever. And then they said, nah, man, 
every fucking trainer or every uh, gym, gym leader, leader is going to be Dynamax fights, and we've redesigned uh, all the gyms to you. support Dynamax battles. When I saw that Rhydon walking into the snow, whatever, I was so in. Like you couldn't, you yeah. can't describe how in I was. <sighs> and then, and then, literally, my my reaction. I was talking with a friend afterwards, and my reaction, like going watching that trailer. I, I, like I was so fucking into it and could not wait for it to come out, and then I was talking to a friend afterwards, and my my uh, stance had changed to if they fucked this one up, I think I'm out for Pokemon. I think this is it. Oh man, I I mean, no, I can't say that. I I will never be out. <laughs> I always have hope. There'll always be like some remake of Red that'll be announced 25 years from now, and I'll be st- I'll. St- still be in day one but I, I i know like it's it's like a weird middle step where it feels like someone in in the game freak company knows what we want and then the other half is like but it's for kids we have to have a gimmick and these two halves fight each other for the most fucking annoying and it's like the the cool half gets some part of it in and the kids half have these stupid dogs with like a giant shield as half its fucking body that looks retarded and a sword that looks way over designed legendaries. You have to have a legendary for each one. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, I, I think, I think what it is, is, is the guy there who knows what it is. The fans who have been fans of Pokemon for all these years actually once is unfortunately like an environmental artist <laughs> and the people that are making the actual <laughs> gameplay decisions are the ones that are like, nah, get this. <laughs> what if your Pokemon gets fucking big? <laughs> Bitch. It's like, drops his mic on the table. <laughs> and then, and then, hang on, wait, hold, hold on, guys, hold on. And then what if that Pokemon that's big can get bigger? <laughs> Ultra Max. That looked so dumb. Like, this giant low-res model just fucking like waving their arms like they're like got down syndrome behind the fucking thing i hate oh my god it was it was it was it was a ride it was a ride watching it was a ride it sure was (laughs) (laughs) i liked um but like the basics of it though are there like it's a open worldy kind of no it's not i can't even call it it's a sectional world that seems composed of open segments. It's no more or less open world than any other previous Pokemon game. Yes. Um, and But like it sounds like they have the... It's not like every area will be um, what we want, which is just essentially like with with Pokemon just around the wild. It's like these like... Not safari areas. They called them... They had a name Those for them. Those are wild areas. Yeah. There's like wild areas where they'll be and they'll be between cities and stuff and you'll see them walking around. That looked incredible. That, that's kind of what yeah. I wanted. Um, like if you just got that and brought it to like a traditional third person action cam, that's essentially the game. I, I was, I was even okay when they started talking about the like four player raid things that you could do out in the wild areas. Like mm. I was even okay with that. I was like, Oh cool. Mm. You guys took this idea from, from Pokemon go. Yes. The idea of the raids. Yes. And like you incorporated it in a cool way in this game that doesn't, doesn't make it feel like you're just playing Pokemon go. Yeah, and I think that that's cool. Um, I, I wonder how the multiplayer works. Like, I don't know. Was so it sounds like area? it's kind of it, it sounds like it's kind of journey esque, where when you're wandering the wild areas, right, you'll just see other trainers 
also wandering. Oh, that's I think. cool. I didn't know you even see them and in like, the world. You can, like, get, yeah, like you can like get their badge information and all that stuff. Now, the thing I'm not sure about is like, I don't know that they specify that you would see them wandering. So I'm wondering mm. if like you'll actually see them and, and be able to interact or if it's going to be kind of like trading it was back in the day where like you see the other person there. But they're just kind of static, just standing there. Oh yeah, yeah. And you yeah. can just walk up and like interact and pull up a menu. I don't, I, I don't like, know. I hadn't even considered that as a fucking option. Like I hadn't even thought that they'd have people in your world. Like maybe who knows what their implementation level is. But this like like opens doors. Like I could see like the next Pokemon having actual it's, trainers it's walking least, around. It has to at least be somewhat reasonable uh, implementation because again, like the the raids require you and three other players yeah. to actually battle the giant dynamax pokemon see what together. i ex- what i expect is you go up to a, a, those like kind of uh, ritual circles and you, you go up to the red raid thing and you hit the yes i'll raid and then it'll just be like a waiting screen where it's just like waiting matches. for people and then it'll match yeah and, and it probably have all the like all your little like fucking dudes will come in from either side looking all fancy in their stupid hats and then it'll wait for four little dudes to rock up and then it'll start the raid like that's what i'm expecting um but if You're it's probably not wrong <laughs> But if it's, but if the if the next one is essentially Dark Souls, where you have random people in your world that you can battle, there's not be full Dark Souls where you have to battle them, but they can battle. That'd be really cool. That'd be like epic. that's kind of what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that even if even if it doesn't go so far as like seeing those people running around in mm. the wild zone, if it at least goes so far as like okay, I'm wandering around, I see this other player trainer statically standing there because that's all they can, they can do right now. And I can walk up to that trainer and I can I can uh, challenge them to a fight. And then that person who's playing, they're wandering around the wild zone as well. And they get a pop-up on their screen that says, hey, so-and-so has challenged you. Do you accept? Yeah. And when you accept, then you just go into a fight screen. Like, I'd be down with that. I mean, that would be so cool. Like, I would love that. Like, that's... Again, I hadn't even considered other people being your game. I thought it would be just be like standard Pokemon where you go to the Pokemon Center. You go downstairs. Yeah. You fucking wait for it. It's too... What was the thing in um in the sun and moon where it's like that stupid it's not stupid but a little like other world you get teleported into which is like a little circle with like little buildings around and you get like bean magic beans from doing shit and oh jeez I vaguely recall that <laughs> I didn't play like that was okay lot. like I was expecting something like that I'm like okay I'll, I'll, I'll that's fine little steps but this is a bigger leap. From the previous yeah. Pokemon game that I was expecting. So. Which is like, it's it's promising to hear because I know that like early on, not too long after this game had been announced, um, or I guess not too long after uh, Let's Go had been announced, right? Um, you were hearing reports that like they were struggling with making this game for the Switch. Yep. Like tech wise. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of expecting more of like a stripped down game for better or worse. Uh, yeah, I was expecting just essentially a reskin of Sun and Moon. And that's not all this is. This is way bigger than that. Well, not maybe. Visually, that's absolutely <laughs> what this is. I mean... This game looks like a high-res uh, Sun and Moon. It's closer to Let's Go than Sun and Moon, I think. Like, it's got the the Pokemon in the wild wild part. And that I don't think Sun and Moon could have done. Oh, I just um, I just mean in terms of the, the art style. Oh, the yeah, art yeah. Style the art, I, I, think like this, I think the art style works. Kind of ugly. <laughs> I like it. I think it's okay. It's cute. Um. <laughs> I think I think the art style could work if so. It's the reason I don't. I'm not a big fan of the art style. Is yep. I feel like it, it's a style that that could work if they threw a an anime esque 
cell shaded esque filter oh, yeah. on it. Just, just like a, it's, but it feels it feels like that art style with that filter stripped off of it. Correct. And so it's, it's, it looks kind of ugly. It's like the older Tales games where it's just below yes. the point when they got the little bit of that, I don't know that sketchy kind of feeling to the animated not sketchy but you know like that kind of detailed feeling to the yeah. anime. Well, and, and and like it's not even like I could say like it looks like a sharper version of that because mm. that shit doesn't look sharp at all. It's very yeah. muddy looking. Yeah, it's just. Which is like even more exacerbated when you do the Dynamax stuff because now you blow <laughs> those up even bigger so and you see shit. the pixels. It looks so shit. Like the stupid, again, it's the character models, it's the low res textures because it's just flat colors, right, on these stupid big models. And they paint it yeah. red, which looks even grosser. And then they have these stupid clouds over their heads, which is even dumber. Like, oh my god, on multiple levels, it looks fucking terrible. I hate it. Which is bad because, like, <laughs> like the, the the battle scenes they showed that were non-Dynamax battle scenes looked really cool. They looked fine. Like, the moves look really cool. Yes. It's the best animation they've done for battles ever. Yes. Um, I, it appears to be the smoothest animations they've done ever. It might be too... Sorry, well, it's like this weird thing where some of the explosions they showed was were too much. Like, a level 15 like Pokemon, flying bird Pokemon, shouldn't be doing a giant explosion that fills the screen. Maybe there's level 50, but whatever. But the, the flip side of it, Tackle still doesn't tackle. <laughs> like, it's still just like, one goes a little bit forward, and the other one goes, uh, and that's pretty it, and then you know, the, health, the health bar goes down. So it's like this weird, stupid middle step where there's no actual physical contact. It's like playing touch football, where there's no physical yeah. contact rules. <laughs> It's stupid. It's well, stupid. I mean, they they can't get to that point because then they have to really address what Pokemon fights really are. <laughs> just like, just like Pokemon, just Pokemon is like literally a world. <laughs> Pokemon is literally a world of of, of cockfights. Yeah, yes, that's yes, all it, it is. is. Yes, it is. You train your cocks, and, and then like, they go fucking rip each other apart for for, for pleasure and money. <laughs> and as long as they don't actually have any physical contact, they don't have to address that. <laughs> I love it because the moves even have like physical typing. Like they've gone almost there, but they're just, it's like um Star Wars, which we'll get to in a bit where you're cutting people in half, but there's no blood and there's no like viscera or anything. Not even viscera. Yeah. It, to some extent, we know that lightsabers cleanly cut things, but you can't, it's not even sure, red. Yeah. It's not even red. It's like gold. So it's like totally like, oh, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. It's just some cool gold shit. They cut in half. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Uh, anyway. So overall, Durin, what were your thoughts on the Pokemon Direct? Uh, I'm I, honestly, I'm more hopeful than I was uh, from the last video we got for mm. the game. Uh, that one, that one had me actually really concerned. Mm. Um, so I'm more hopeful for that. I, I still the Dynamax thing would be fine, but it really don't put it in the damn gym battles. Yeah. Like those, those were always like the thing I looked forward to the most. Yes, even and in Sun and Moon, where they're different. Them. Like I really liked them. Like they yeah. were, they were cool remix. And I think the what I'm worried about is just the mechanics of Dynamax. Like like all all nonsense aside about how shit it looks, and it does look fucking terrible. It, it is. I'm more concerned about what it does to the battle. I didn't mind Megas because the Megas weren't too strong in many cases. Some of them were ridiculous. The Mega Gengar when he had Levitate was ridiculous. There's a couple of them that were ridiculous. Oh, sorry, Mega Gengar didn't have it. Whatever. Um, but the Overall, they were fine. You could cope with them, and frequently, if you match up, if you have the right Pokemon, you can take one down in a good matchup um, without having to go Mega yourself. You can save your Mega. Uh, but for this Dynamax shit, I have a feeling that, especially when you have the picture of like four Pokemon versus one, 
I fixed, I have a feeling that the power disparity would be so large that would be just kind of this shitty. It would it will detract from fights. Well, it would be about building up to your Dynamax or using your Dynamax correctly, and that being like a game right, changer. Right. Yeah, it only fight. lasts like so many turns too. Yeah, and I don't need it. I don't want a single game changer. I don't feel like Pokemon needs that. I feel like yeah. I I think I feel like Dynamax is going to be probably the worst thing to happen to Pokemon battles since uh, dual battles. Very dual possibly. Battles. Yeah, like it's just. Well, even dual battles, I don't mind. It's when it got to triple battles and fucking that weird square battle thing. I actually didn't mind the square battle thing either. Dual battles were kind of dumb. I forgotten either of those existed. <laughs> the square one was actually cool. What The problem was it tanked your frame rate. That's why it was ridiculous. <laughs> but um, I don't mind I think that. I forgot those existed because Megas, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Overshadowed how terrible everything else was. You're not wrong. Megas are horrible. <laughs> But I like the look of Meg. Like I always wonder, like, oh, what if Charizard had another evolution? When I was a kid, you know, like. But but that's the thing is like that's the thing is is Mega's ruined Pokemon even beyond the battle system because they made <laughs> cool designs that should have just been further evolutions. That would be cool if they were just the fourth tier. If they just added a fourth tier of evolutions, um, that brought yeah. normal Pokemon up to legend to the Uber tier. That would be good. That's that's such that's all we really needed. We didn't need. Ubers to get megas. We didn't need fucking like um, these another tier of stats above Uber. What we all we wanted was how sick would it be if Charizard made became purple and was like a fucking dragon? Like I don't know. Like the, right. that, that's all we wanted. Um, anyway, I I really liked it though. Like I think um, I will give them a shot. It's a new Pokemon generation, which means I'm buying it anyway. <laughs> Like I was, I was already in. At least what I'm getting for my money is now more than I expected I was going to get. So I'm not, I'm not too sad. Uh, that's my overall thing. Anything else from the pre-show that you can remember during, aside from the Pokemon thing? I don't remember what else Nintendo announced. There was the stupid Pokemon Sleep shit and all that garbage. I didn't even watch that. I literally just watched the, um, the uh, Sword and Shield oh, segment. Yeah. There was Pokemon Bank, which is like this thing. Oh, it's like Pokemon Home, which like means you can take any Pokemon from any game you've ever played and bring it all into the new Pokemons. Yeah, it's it's basically the new version of Pokemon Bank that has already correct. existed yeah, in the correct. past. And which is I, I'm excited because I'm going to grab all my. I stuff. think it's called Pokemon Home. I've, I've, I've yeah. I think this new and one I've, is. I've got all my um my old Pokemons, so I I'll, I'll essentially I'll do it. Why not? Like I'll just slowly. I just hope it doesn't take fucking forever to to do. I hope it's like a really quick process. I doubt it. For some reason, but yes, it's a quick streamlined process, <laughs> just like you expect from Nintendo. Oh god. Um, okay. Just send us your game card and six to eight weeks later. And then there's a new Pokemon Oh yeah, there's a game where it's like Pokemon trainers. It's like Pokemon Go, but there's trainers instead of I don't know. Anyway, all that shit aside. Sword and Shield, which one are you getting, Duran? I think I'm gonna get Shield because the legendary what? for Sword looks kinda dumb. I think they both look fucking terrible, and of the two, they I do. Think Sword looks but at least terrible. Shield isn't carrying a goddamn weapon in his mouth. I, that does. The feel Shield weird. as a main kind of works. Like, how does living the life as someone with a giant sword in your mouth feel? <laughs> like, just like everyday actions, like trying to get like through the best doors. I can say about it. Yeah, like the best <laughs> I can say about it is like it kind of, it kind of reminded me of uh, Link as a as a wolf in right. uh, twilight princess right I mean, and like on that level i might be okay with getting it if like everyone i know around me is getting shield right but i'm kind of leaning more on the shield side i mean at least someone will buy shield i'm gonna buy sword because he reminds me of the the, the wolf from um tales of vesperia and the wolf from 
Dark Souls, both of which are much better designed than this garbage tier thing with wings, which we like. I I don't know what they're doing with the legendary designs. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> that was Nintendo. I don't know what, what they're doing with any Pokemon designs. <laughs> what do you think is? Oh, before we move on, what do you think the story is going to be about? <laughs> You know, to be honest, I couldn't tell you what any story was okay. about in any Pokemon game prior. <laughs> Do you think there'll be someone we like as much as the side characters in Sun and Moon? The side characters meaning like the 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 girl and no, like the girl, like the girl who's with you. Oh, and, and then the, like the dude, your your fucking rival guy's name is Hop. No, he looks like no, such a not gonna beta. Be anybody. Like the most inoffensive, so useless he's, looking. He's dude. the younger. He's the younger son or younger uh, brother of the champion guy. Oh, okay, is that what it is? So like he's in the shadow of his brother and everything. Of course. His, his whole story. Okay, and so instead and, of like you know, looking like he looks, not surprised. <laughs> what a piece of shit! I saw him like what a piece of garbage. Uh, he's not a rival. I don't. I'm scared. I'm scared of him. I hate that the rivals have also now become your friend. Yeah, that's stupid. That's stupid. Like I like back when the rival was just a shitbag. They took all the conflict. Felt good destroying him. Exactly. Gary Oak was a cool dick. Like I hated him. I know he wasn't in the games, yeah. but I, he's so important. I rubbed in TV Blue's show. face into the ground every <laughs> goddamn time. It was great. And so what I swear red and blue are in this game. I, I, or in one of them. They were in red and were they in um Pokemon Let's Go? I forget, but they've been in a game recently and I was like, oh cool, that's cool. Back when Pokemon had probably let's go because that was like a replay of red a remake blue. of uh, Red and Blue. Yeah, um, that was cool. But anyway, yeah, they took all the conflict out. Anyway, moving on, we've talked about Pokemon too much. All right, Google Stadia, yeah. Durin. Did you get a chance to watch this? I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel exactly the same way about it as I did before I watched it, <laughs> which is that uh, they which have proven what? nothing. <laughs> um, okay. The pricing seemed reasonable until yeah. I remembered you have to buy your games too. Yes. <laughs> so over a console and generation, you're paying more for Google Stadia than you would for a console. Yes. And, and on top of that, if you want to play this year, you have to buy a Chromecast as part of their pre-order program. Oh my god, that's so stupid. I already have a Chromecast Ultra. It is the most useless fucking thing. Like, oh, I, also, it's not but coming it's to about Australia. to not be. <laughs> yes, you know. <laughs> no, 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 I love my Chromecast Ultra, but imagine it, well, first, imagine it came to Australia, first thing, fuck you, Google, and second thing, um, it, what if I got, what if I needed, I wanted it, and I bought it, and I just have this spare fucking Chromecast Ultra sitting around, and I give it to someone as a gift, I'd never get my money back for see, that. But, but see, what you do is you just, you just, uh, you don't get to have it at launch, because you already have a Chromecast. <laughs> uh, you can wait until next year, and then... It's a feature, not a. It's not a bug. It's a feature. Yeah. <laughs> you get to not be one of the beta testers. Congratulations. <laughs> Woo! Oh man! So now I'm going to be like self-confessed cynic. So here's here's, here's here's how I feel about Stadia. Like in all in all honesty, um, is uh, we've seen streaming platforms like this show up in the past. This mm-hmm. is technology aside. This is no different than on live. <laughs> Um, on live was a subscription service. <laughs> yeah, you made them a monthly fee. Yeah, and then you also bought games through them. Yeah, um, and I I used on live like I actually was in their their beta program, so like they gave me a free copy of a game, and so I I played uh, that Prince of Persia that came out alongside the movie mm-hmm. um, on on live, and like it worked, but yeah. like 
the problem is is that when on live wasn't successful and they shut down you lost your whole library of games that you never actually owned in the first place that you had purchased correct and, and yes one could argue to shut shit one down. could argue that this is google and you know you don't you know they're not gonna just go under but google loses interest right when something isn't a massive success they lose interest and when they lose interest they shut that shit down yes. so i feel like regardless of how good the technology in this is it, it's stadia is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy because a lot of people are not going to want to jump into it because of Google's history, their, their track record with, with shutting services down right. and not wanting to invest yourself into that ecosystem. Yeah. But then it's going to get shut down because nobody's wanting to invest into it because people know of their track record and history with shutting stuff down. Exactly. Like it's, I, I predict that's how, that's how Stadia is going to go. It's like part of me, again, if it was coming to Australia ever, it, like part of me is, is interested in trying out the 1080p 60 free version to see how it rolls. Like if it's 60 FPS to 60 FPS, I'd, I'd be able to say, okay, if it works on Wait, this a free version. Yeah. So the, so the base is free and you can, you don't have to do, sorry. Well, I don't even know it's coming out this year. But the base version of, of it is 1080p up to 1080p 60, um, and that's it. No hardware, nothing. That just that's it's just you go in, it's free. Um, you can play, but you have to buy the games. I missed that part. Okay, that's yeah. that's a little more reasonable. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's what the whole thing should be. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway like the, so, it's 1080p 60, and you can buy the games. And I would maybe wait till a game is on sale and buy and buy that and see how it goes. See if I like it, right? Um, yeah, like if that's the case, if it's t if 1080p 60 is free, yeah. like one, I have a 1080p monitor, so that's as high as I'm going to need anyway. There you go. Um, <laughs> At least like most two, of the like world. If case, yeah, and if that's the case, then like what I'll probably do is at some point I will buy one game. <laughs> yeah. And that <laughs> yes. will be my Stadia library. <laughs> and I will be in a very long term wait and see. Exactly. Like uh, so, that when this um, when the when the video came up, there was a poll on reset error, which I don't like anymore. But whatever. That's a, that's a whole other point. Um, but there's a poll on reset error, and um, they had they were like, "Are you gonna buy Stadia?" And it was like seventy five percent no, eighteen uh, percent something like that, like twelve percent maybe, and uh, nine point five percent yes, something like that. Nine point five percent yes, I'm sure about that. That number I'm sure about. And my, my response to that, which is tends to be like kind of very similar to yours, is this is a stupid question. It the base version's free, so you're not buying anything if you go for the base version. And the second half of it is why wouldn't you if you had enough internet? Because like the people with got data caps, that's fine. I, I get you. But why wouldn't you at least try one game? Like that's kind of the thing. Like why wouldn't you have that open open mind? If there's if all the games yeah. are sixty dollars, fuck them. But if there's like a five dollar game or a free game, like a free to play game. So say for example, yeah, War if Dragon Ball Z Universe Two is sixty dollars, <laughs> but if Warframe's on there, why not? Right? Like yeah. that, that makes sense. That makes all the yeah, sense. If, there, if, there, if there's yeah. a way for me to, to try something out one hundred percent free, yeah, I'll try it out. Oh yeah, I got Google Fiber. I'll try that out. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna ask you what your speed was. Because so what what do you what do you pack fast into enough? <laughs> So I'm on 100 down, and I just did a ping. This is what annoyed me when, when they said it wasn't coming to Australia. So I did a ping. I'm like less than 8 milliseconds to the local Google servers. 
Um, that's all the way through my system. So that's from my PC, not from whatever. And so from PC to Google is 8 millisecond, and I have 100 megabit down. So fuck them. Yes, I could run your stupid shit at 34 megabit. So here's the thing is that most likely within the first year, it will be coming to Australia. Australia, so. though, has been known for having very yeah. shitty internet. I think our average is down like 30. Well, and, and because of that, the reason why this that's why Australia is not going to be there day one, because what they need day one is testimonial saying this shit fucking works. You're not wrong. It has they to be don't only positive saying this shit's fucking broken. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. That's a fair point because it would work. Because the main thing is, people in metropolitan cities have fast internet. It's a lot like a, like like the U.S. All the coastal cities have fast internet. It's the big block in the middle that's all fucked up. And for us, we have so few people that you have a large block of us in the big coastal middle because our farmers still make up a large percentage of our population. So yeah, from that perspective, I'm kind of with you. They probably know that everyone in Sydney and Melbourne can run this shit. Um, right. Maybe not Canberra, but Sydney and Melbourne is our biggest cities. But everyone else, all the rural guys, will, will even because like our rural guys have, for example, eighty megabit down. But that's from satellite. They all get satellite, so that would be like your two hundred ms ping. It's gonna be fucked. It's gonna be totally fucked, yeah. unplayable nonsense. So yeah, I can see what you're saying. Um, but yeah, so ten bucks a month U.S. We don't know Australian pricing, but ten bucks a month U.S. Mm. is that reasonable to you? That's for the four K sixty version. So it's hard to. It... It's hard for me to to wrap my brain around whether, whether that is considered reasonable or not. Mm. Um, for a couple of reasons, one, I don't have a 4K display in my house. Okay. So, <laughs> like that desire of like, oh well, I need to make sure I get it at you know that that top resolution. Like, I I just that doesn't exist to me. Right. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I also have like an somewhat aging but like decently high end PC. Mm. Um, so this idea of spending $10 a month to have access to play these games that I can already replay, play on like, like high settings at 1080p 60. Um, I don't like, it's not for me is the problem. Yeah. Like Stadia is a hundred percent not for me. Right. And, and it's, it's again, like, it's, who doesn't have, well, and so like, so for the timing that it's coming out, like, you know, they're right. talking about next gen consoles. Everything is going to be much more like, especially in the next like year or two. Like, 4K adoption mm. is going to really get there. Yeah. Um, for somebody who maybe doesn't want to invest or can't invest in a five hundred dollar machine next year, mm. Stadia may be a decent option for them. Yeah. I mean, like my like my job, I work in in a field where it is like everything is designed to trying to put this as nicely as possible uh cater to people who can't save up money or um don't have credit okay yep yep and to some extent i feel like stadia is for that for a similar audience because if somebody right. is capable of getting together the money to build a thousand twelve hundred dollar pc or to, you know to buy a five or five hundred dollar game console they're going to choose that option but for yeah. everyone else this or, gives them a much more reasonably priced option for right now i think i'm trying to find okay so i just googled stadia official website and didn't fucking come up with anything google what the fuck anyway i'm trying to find um because i feel like the fact that you didn't know um that there was a free version 
I'm not, that's not a criticism of you. I'm saying I feel like everyone's focusing on the 4K 60 version. There we go, yeah. So, uh, oh, no, that's the speed one. Where is the... There's, I swear there's an infographic somewhere. But the... And I need to confirm this now that I fucking am saying it out loud. But that I feel like the sleeper hit is the 1080p60 free Stadia. That's the sleeper hit. That's the one that will actually be for the kids out there who... It can essentially replace potentially a console if their parents have enough fucking, um, how do I put it, uh, data. If their parents have enough data, which a lot of countries have, uh, essentially unlimited data is relatively standard. 1080p 60. Yeah, Stadia, it looks like uh, Stadia, the free one is 1080p 60 stereo sound, and then buy games whenever you want. They say yes. <laughs> uh, additional free games released regularly no yeah yeah um and then stadia pro exclusive discounts no okay yeah so yeah so like that's the secret sleeper hit if you're on youtube and your favorite and pewdiepie is playing fucking i don't know dog fart simulator and it's available in stadia and he has a stadia link on his stupid uh description and that could be the one the kids click and they get to play dog fart stadia simulator for free not buying a platform and on any device, no matter what shitty laptop they're currently on. Um, Assuming that's a free game. Yeah, sure. I mean, they gotta buy game, it. Yeah. yeah, but even then, even if they have to buy it, that's that would be the quickest transition from them looking at a game to buying it that that would that's possible, like really. Um, he can maybe even have it like on his stream, like, oh, press this link if you want to play with me. And they're like, oh, cool, I'll play with PewDiePie. And they'll hit the button. Um, that and that links to the free demo aspect of Stadia, which they hinted at in the GDC demo. Um, so I feel like the 1080p one is actually the legit one. And you're right; like, you're not alone in not having a 4K screen, right? It's it's going to be like a whole. Most people still only have 1080p. 4K is like a yeah 10% or less market saturation right now. Let alone 8K, which is like blistering future tech at this point. Um, yeah, like everyone's focusing on this, the controller and the thing, but the actual important one is free 1080p 60. Um, buy your games, and the problem, and then it comes down to the actual argument which you brought up before, which is: should you trust Google with your money buying games from them? Are you happy with always online services? Like, um, f- for example, if a controversy happens, if you look at what's happening in YouTube right now, is your game just going to be pulled from the service that right. you've already bought? Yeah. Like, if if a hot coffee happens, hot coffee two point happens, is Google just going to pull it from Stadia, and they just don't have it anymore? Like that's it's right, especially with how modern stuff is going in Silicon Valley. This is like the well, worst. The thing I'll say though is is with regards to that uh, to that concern, I feel like that's uh, that that goes wider than Stadia hmm. because I feel like game ownership is heading that direction across the board. Yeah, it is. Uh, we'll we'll find out you know in the next couple of days. Uh, when Microsoft has their conference, yeah. Um, but I am gonna guess that physical media is very quickly going out the window. True. Um, however, I would say I, I'm kind of with the Easy Ally. No, it wasn't Easy Ally. It was the uh, Digital Foundry guys, I think, who pointed out that it's still. I think it's still too early, just because of data caps. Um, a lot of people like. Someone pointed out 4K 60 right. Stadia is one terabyte. You're right. Like, like hours, yeah, so. hardware, hard, hard, like physical hardware still, or physical games are still going to be there. Yeah. I guess more specifically, like 
game ownership's going to go more specifically away. more specifically where we're heading towards and you're definitely seeing this over the last even just few months um is going away from having a library yeah of games that you own yeah. and going towards having subscription services yeah that's you're not wrong um i would hate that but that seems to be the way well it seems to be the way that a lot of multiplayer things are going i think I think the fact that EA is, and we'll move on to then a hot second is doing something like Star Wars, which is a single player game, buy it once, no DLC. That that's not what I mean. What I mean is like you know things like Origin Access and mm. uh, the Game Pass. Oh yeah, and, and, Ubi- and Ubisoft Pass. is potentially yeah. doing theirs as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's the direction we're heading. Where like you're not going to own your games anymore in any fashion. Yeah, it's all going to be part of your subscription service. And will the game that you've been playing get suddenly pulled, like you were saying, right. due to some kind of controversy? And there's nothing you can do about it because yeah. it's not even a game in your library. Okay. Yeah, and it's then again, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want my physical. Sorry, I don't care about physical discs, but I want to be able to own my games when I fucking buy them. That's it. Yeah, That's like it. I, I want, I want you know, like the the uh, Ghostbusters game that mm-hmm. they're now doing a remaster of. Um, they had pulled that off of Steam years ago. Yeah, but because I owned it, I can still re-download it whenever I want to. I can still play yeah. that game. Yes, I, I can still play that shitty Deadpool game that I bought last time. <laughs> they, they, Put it back up again for a little while, um, because I bought those games and I own them, even that's, though I don't physically physically own them. I I have access to the license. That's how. But I can continue to re-download those as whenever I want to. Some dickhead is doing fucking like laps around this fucking area, and I'm getting really annoyed. Yeah, no, what that you, I can actually hear. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just a small, quiet street. There's kids on that street, you dick. Anyway, um. I, I've moved. I'm further out west than I was before when I used to live in Sydney, mm. um, and that usually means you have more assholes like that. Um, anyway, so there's, or we, yeah, this is changing the concept of ownership, and that is a bigger conversation. I agree, um, but yeah. yeah. Now, now go back to Stadia though. The, the other thing I will say, and this, uh, I, they they failed miserably on this presentation of mm. Stadia. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because, first and foremost, it seems like their their messaging with Stadia is this is the f- quickest avenue towards getting in and gaming, right? Yeah. And then when they're proceeding to go on and explain how Stadia is going to work, explaining their Founders Edition, explaining the, they muddied the shit out of this. Yeah, because it's, the whole idea is like it's supposed to be simple, easy to get in, game. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're like, wait, wait, there's more. If you order our our Founders Edition, you, we'll throw in this this Destiny Chromecast 2. Ultra. We're gonna throw in. No, well, hang on, we'll do the Chromecast <laughs> Ultra. It give you 4K uh, HDR. You get to play this year. You get you get to get first dibs on your name. Mm-hmm. And also, Destiny Two is coming to Stadia. So now you're going to get a Chromecast Ultra, 4K gaming, up to 60 oh, FPS, yeah. you reserve your name, and you get Destiny 2. Like, it literally started feeling like, like an infomercial. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, they're, they're talking about this stuff, and it's like, okay, well, if you want to play now, or you want to play this year, mm-hmm. you need to order this $129 package and, yeah. and do that. But if you don't want to order the $129 package, you can wait till next year and you can you can play on, you know, when it opens up wider. Right. But if you want to use our controller, you have to use it with a Chromecast if you're going to be on your TV. But if you're going to be on any other device, you can just do it through a Chrome browser. But if you want to use your own controller, then you need to make sure you're doing it on 
a, 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 a device wired with the control. Like it, it becomes incredibly fucking muddied. It, it's, and again, it the, comes the, down the, the way you have to explain how you play this exactly. Just it, it, it gets it gets too confusing for their their message to be. Hey, this is the quickest way to get into game. It feels the like they way. they didn't they don't have enough together. Like for example, if I was to write their presentation, what I would have done is I'd start with this is the Stadia platform, and then show you the website. And the website would just be fucking Stadia. They'd have the website built, and that is what you go to to access your games. Oh, you just open your Chrome browser if you're on PC, or if you're on um, your Chromecast, you bring it up on your phone. And then you start with the base. You build the base of what is Stadia. It's a website you go to. It's just like Steam. It's got all your games on it. You just click a game, and you're immediately playing within 15 seconds. Like, focus on the cool parts of your system. Within 15 seconds, you're playing the game. You never have to download it again. All that shit works. I don't care if you already know that stuff. Bring it up, show us working on a screen with your platform. Then from there, you move into, okay. And from there, we'll also have not only games you already know, but games you haven't even seen yet. And then you go into announcements. You have your Elder Scrolls we'll talk about in a second, a bunch of other announcements back to back to back. You come back and then you go, okay. And with all of that, we will do it for break, drum roll, price. Like every other system before is done before. Just put up on the screen. This is the price. Free. And I would start with free. For 1080p 60, right? I would start mm-hmm. with the the, yep. the important one, and everyone would be like, "Oh wow!" And he goes, "For Man. our premium gamers, Correct. we have this other this this other tier, and that's your 4K 60 right. for ten dollars a month." And everyone's like, "Oh, that's actually reasonable too." And then you go, "But this is a complicated system. They'll take a long time to roll out. We can only do it in stages, and we're starting with 14 countries this year to get into our early access program and I'd market it as early access instead of founders edition." You have to you have this package available, which will give you everything you need to start. The controller, Chromecast, and we'll even throw in Destiny 2. You start you don't fucking muddy the message, and that's it. So you essentially right. just go Again, don't make it sound like <laughs> literally an infomercial. <laughs> exactly. And everyone's going, Oh, okay, I get it. It's just three stages, four stages of presentation. That's all you need. Beginning, middle, end, done. And then you you end it with a sizzle reel. Go get this is what we announced today. Happy, see you next time. That's what I would have done if I was them. But they didn't do any of that. <laughs> no, yeah, they, did, they didn't at all. Um, and 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 like I, the other thing, the last thing I want to say before on is, mm-hmm. I get that they already had their presentation where they showed that it worked. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. But when you're doing your presentation, talking about this is what you know, this is coming out this year in some format. Yeah. Um, this is the money we we want to charge you for it. Mm-hmm. I think it was, in, it, it would have been incredibly important for them to show it again. Yeah, not only show it again, to but show us how it to works. Show it, to show yeah. a demonstration of somebody actually playing it. During how do you like, open show somebody, a stadium? Show somebody, <laughs> yeah, show somebody hooking up a Chromecast to a TV yeah. and opening a stadium game. Yeah, and then show and then show that person then explain like you know hey, hey if you don't want to use our controller or whatever that's fine you can use your own controller here's yeah. how you do it. Or, or and you have like someone sitting next to her, like a girl on a laptop, on a, like a sexy girl on a laptop on a couch, and she types in stadia.google.com, enter, and then it brings up the stadia thing. Like I would like to see how stadia works. We still don't know how stadia works. I still don't know how I even boot a game. I still don't even know like any of that. If you think about it, it's like wait, we actually don't know anything more than we did at GDC except for price right. and release date and a couple of games. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that said, overall, actually, I think it's a pretty cool thing. Um, I'm not going to buy it. I, th- I again, <laughs> I think it's neat tech that uh, is. I think it's neat tech that that is unfortunate that Google's the one rolling it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Because it's it, okay. because it's it's tech it's tech that is backed by a company that I can't trust will will continue to support it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, and and that's no, you're not wrong. And I have my own issues regarding fucking Google and just in general. And to be honest, like that that hesitance that I know I know I'm not the only one. A lot of people share that same hesitance. Mm. Um, is I think a reason why, um, Microsoft. Microsoft could actually really hurt things for Google. I would. Because if they end up with a similar program with yeah. their next Xbox, like yeah. like a lot of the rumors and speculation might be pointing towards, um, Stadia might be done before it ever comes out. I agree. This might be like a wait for wait for PlayStation Two. Don't buy Dreamcast thing, right? It's it's right. a because I trust. First and foremost, someone pointed out that Google doesn't have the biggest network. Microsoft does. The Azure network is the biggest. I think it's, there's I think a it's reason like, Sony uh, <laughs> partnered with Microsoft and not with Google. That's that is a whole other insane thing which we won't have time to talk about. That's yes, <laughs> you're right. Um, and Azure is gigantic. I didn't even know that until relatively recently when people started comparing mm-hmm. Amazon, Google, Microsoft. So they have the biggest network. They have the fastest servers. They have the most storage. Um, and it's a brand I already know linked to a system I'm already part of. I already have a Windows machine. I already have a Windows laptop. I, I fucking have a Surface laptop, for fuck's sake. Um, I'm already part of the thing. I have an Xbox thing, even though I don't own an Xbox One. I have an Xbox ID because I had an Xbox 360 in the past. Like Everything is already there for me. All they have to do right. is tell me how it works. And if they if it's built into the Microsoft Store or the Xbox Store, I already know how to get to the games. I already know where they launch from. I already know like where my library will be, who my friends are. Like I already know my friend network. Like it's all there. Well, well, again, you know, I don't mean to keep beating this drum, but but you'll also you also know that Microsoft will still be there a year later. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Xbox will still be there a year Xbox later. Xbox will be here for a long time because it's a valuable brand. Even if it like takes 25 years for them to phase it into Microsoft Gaming or whatever, eventually, may, maybe in the distant future, it'll always be there. Microsoft doesn't. Microsoft still supports old versions of Office. <laughs> like, right. So, like, I'm I th- I can personally get behind a Microsoft backed platform, and they have the the first party studios that won't be on Stadia. They have all that stuff, even though, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But um, yeah, I'm with you. It might be don't buy Stadia, wait for uh, Xbox. That could be a thing. Yeah. Um, that said, Duran, before we move on to the final thing uh, in our news segment. What do you feel about Baldur's Gate? Um, I I mean, I never really played the other Baldur's Gates, so mm. I don't have a lot of history with it. The thing I will say is that based on what those games were, and I think Larian was definitely the right studio to give it to. Yeah, I Shinboy loves Divinity. I I've never played. I know before. a friend of mine was saying like, oh, it should maybe should have gone to Obsidian or something, but. Larian has a modern proven track record. Obsidian, not so much. Not, right. and then I also had to explain to him too, like like beyond the track record, which you know, Obsidian, yeah, they they've made those games. Like, I'm not saying they can't, but if you're gonna put out a game right now, um, and you are not in any way tied to like Epic, uh, Obsidian maybe is not the company you want to hire to make that game. <laughs> <laughs> because people are not particularly thrilled with Obsidian right now. Yeah, I don't maybe know a little less so though. now that Microsoft has kind of come out and said that, like, no, we're putting it on our store too. Fuck them. <laughs> Wait, doesn't is Obsidian the one Microsoft bought 
Or was that the? Am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, yeah. Microsoft bought Obsidian, but they were already making. Yes, they're uh, already in contract with. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so when when they decided um, to put, uh, right, I think was it is it 2K that's publishing Outer Worlds? I think so, but I don't know. Uh, but, but, but when they decided to put that on exclusively on the Epic Store, like it pissed everybody off. Well, yeah. Microsoft being Microsoft, being the owner of Obsidian, they're like, no, nah, you know what? We're <laughs> going to put that on our store too because we believe that uh, you should have a right to decision of where you buy your games. That's good. I like that. I, that's actually kind of cool. I didn't know that good boy, good guy Microsoft story, um, but which is happening more recently like, so, now. I know we're going into EA, but real quick, in case you, since you didn't know about that, in case you didn't also know, uh, they basically said like they're bringing their games to Steam. Oh yeah, I heard that. That's a that's a pretty big, sorry, very interesting thing. Um, yeah, like we knew about a couple of them, but they basically said like no, like everything we put out, like it's going to come out there too because you should yeah. have a choice of where you buy it. And that's the weird thing for me though is that I feel bad about that because <laughs> I would. I don't know what's going to keep Xbox alive. Well, so here's the thing. Don't feel too bad about that because while they are going to release those games on Steam, if you get the Microsoft Game Pass for PC that they're they're also Oh yeah. That's You're all going through the Windows Store. Yeah, okay. Well, all right. So now we'll move on. Um but, but for me, I I I never played Baldur's Gate either. I my takeaway was so uh in my friends group we played Dungeons and Dragons for a very long time. And one of my friends has always liked Mind Flayers. And he's fucking lame. And Mind Flayers are fucking lame. And Mind Flayers is that stupid thing with the with the um, tentacle head that what came out of the dude in that fucking trailer. So I was pretty much hard out. <laughs> I was all the way in when I realized it was Baldur's Gate. And then hard out when I realized it was Mind Flayers. And my friend was 100% in. So there you go. That's my... <laughs> That's my Baldur's Gate takeaway. I, I don't know. If it's all about Mind Flayers, it's stupid. Psionics is stupid. Mind Flayers are dumb. Um, the, the, there's like so much lore around them. But if they if it's not Mind Flayers and they're just going to just bring Cthulhu to fucking um, the Baldur's Gate universe, then I mean, that's, that sounds cool. I'm, I'm down for Cthulhu. I'm out if it's Mind Flayers. That's the thing. All right. <laughs> so um, EA Play. Uh, there's only one thing to talk about here. Um, yeah, I think we both skipped everything else. Yeah, I just... <laughs> well, there's one more thing I wanted to mention uh, about Apex Legends because oh, yeah. um, I did kind of watch that while I was playing something else. Yep. And so one of the things they announced was the new, new legend, the new character. Mm. And <laughs> I feel like they fucked up on their delivery of that uh, uh, that announcement. Because it was like they 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 kind of hyped it up, hyped it up, hyped it up, and then said, oh, you know, the new legend is, and then they said the name. And granted, I'm not I've not been following Apex Legends, so maybe people knew who that character was. Mm. But based on the audience reaction, I'm going to say nah. <laughs> no one did. <laughs> um, and then like they flashed her picture up on the screen above the the host. And then they went into a an animated short they had created so to I introduce s- the character. This is the- and I'm like, you start with that, <laughs> and then you say yeah, afterwards, you like, yeah, Watson is our new legend. Like, Which is the crazy thing is, um, I was like, I was trying to go to sleep, but I had it running in the background, and it was just after the 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 Star Wars one, so I was still I was still awake, and all I caught glimpses of in my half half awake self was the animated short. And it was actually really nice. 
I actually really got into like there's this dad talking to his daughter and he's talking and it's like this cool gates kind of thing unlocking and there's like lasers going everywhere and it's like all all in all I was like totally into it and like the story he was building like, okay there's I don't know it felt like a vault like I'm in a vault and you're the and I'm gonna die but you're gonna go free and you're gonna go down to the world and then go and then it was like flash to this really shitty character design like I fucking hate this. Like, she looks dumb. Like, I was I was hoping for someone to look like Samus. Like, I was like, oh, sick. It's like this cool Samus kind of thing. And it's just like girl, like a happy, like kind of European girl with like this stupid thing over her head. And then she, I like all her animations, that I'll say. But I would play the game which that animated short was building me up for. <laughs> <laughs> Not Apex Legends. That's my takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I, don't know. I, I actually I, I think Apex is a decent game. It's, but is it's it a, a story game? Like is is it is any of that actually necessary? Uh, I mean, is it any less a story game than Overwatch? I don't know why Overwatch does it. <laughs> like, I'm out on all bases. I don't get it at all. So Well, if know. the if the rumors are true about Overwatch, then I maybe know a little more why they do it are they gonna make a single player game finally is that the rumor uh the rumor is that uh at blizzcon this year this is from jason schreier um is that uh at blizzcon this year they're they're going to announce diablo 4 and overwatch 2 oh sick um and overwatch 2 isn't gonna quite be the story game that everyone wanted Mm. um but it is going to be a pve focused game something akin to a left for dead style oh yeah okay all right I still want a story game, but that works too. That's not that's not bad. Yeah, like it's it's a little more narratively focused, probably presumably will be mm. more so than the current game. But yeah. I, I think like like a lot of fans was hoping for something that was actually more narrative focused. Right, and I, I think um, that is not bad. I'm of those two things, way more excited by Diablo Four. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. like holy well, and shit. The, and the thing I'll say is like <laughs> that is not bad. However, uh, the other news that was that they they canceled yet another StarCraft project. <laughs> I just laughed. I just laughed when I was like, "What? You had a Ghost Two in the works? So what the fuck? Like, fuck you! Of course it never happened." I think they just. I think I, I'm starting to think that they they start these StarCraft projects. <laughs> So that they can sacrifice them to make the projects they actually want to make. <laughs> it's, it's it's for like the five FPS developers still on staff. And you just keep them happy for a couple of years while they're developing. That's like, oh, wait, we're going to make another Overwatch. So you're coming over here. It's like, but what happened to our star? It's canceled. Just don't worry about it. Don't look back. Only look forward. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Um, anyway, that that's cool, though. Anyway, with that said, uh, EA Play, uh, we are talking about Star Wars Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Star Wars Jedi, Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. Made by Respawn Games, who made one of my favorite games the last couple of years, Titanfall 2. Um, and that's, that is not being me, me being facetious. I loved Titanfall 2, and I was totally on board when I heard Respawn's making a Star Wars game. I'm not sure how I feel about this Star Wars game, but first, Durin, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's definitely a Respawn game. There was a lot of wall running. <laughs> there was a lot of wall running. It's their trademark now. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the protagonist's look. He seems yeah. What's with that, right? Like I don't mind white dude main character. That's not the problem. The problem is he looks like a generic white dude main character. He's, he's not even as memorable as Cole. Well, from like in, from he looks like generic white dude uh, main character, but it's like he looks like um soft. Generic, like, yeah, he seems weak. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't know. Like, there's something about. Like, I think that they were like. I think they were going for plucky, and yeah. they landed on soft. <laughs> I am a hundred percent with, you. especially with this hairdo. Like, it, you spend like four hours every morning doing your hair. Like, why the fuck do I care about your problems <laughs> with the Jedi Order? Um, but like, now that said, his companion <laughs> character, I'm, I'm, I'm down with him. Yeah, I like the robot buddy. He's cool. Um, it's, it's. How do I put it? Um, there's something about Luke Skywalker being a farmer that works and he feels more down to earth and like cut up and I don't know, like and he's, he's um, there's something more earthy about him. This guy seems like a dude from fucking Portland is in the Star Wars world. This, <laughs> this guy seems like a cartoon version of Han Solo. Really? Oh, you mean like how the cartoons dumb him down to like this kind of friendly dude kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I see what you're saying. Like he's like Han Solo, completely soft around the edges. Correct. Which is not why people like. Or like, Han or Solo. more specifically, more like a cartoon version of a guy who thinks he's as cool as Han Solo. That is more what I would say. He thinks he's like he's like those that wave of, um, I don't know what you call them, like Portland dudes. Portland inverted commas men who have just started. I think they are called hipsters. Sure. Hipsters with be- like the, like <laughs> big bushy beards because they think beards make them look manly. <laughs> but they, you can tell from a mile away that they haven't lifted in years. They think their beards make them look manly, but then they don't realize that uh, sandals with socks don't. <laughs> you piece of shit. And ironing your shirts. And you, you, like, you, you can't have both those things. You can't have an unkempt beard <laughs> and an ironed shirt, you piece of shit. Um, but yeah, he's like one of those. So I just, I like his voice acting though. I didn't mind his voice. I didn't yeah. mind uh, his interactions with his robot buddy, but just his look doesn't look earthy it doesn't it doesn't look approachable it just seems generic um it looks it and it looks like like mildly stylized in a mm. world that otherwise is not stylized yeah and and yeah you're actually not wrong like the um the the grass and the stormtrooper design still looks very authentic but he looks yeah. like a nathan drake kind of stylized well like he's got he's, like it, it's even going like he's got very big eyes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he He's, looks. Like that, that's kind of where the cartoony kind of look kind of came mm, for me. Yeah, and it, uh, I would actually, you know what? Here's here's an interesting thing though, and this is does really just speak to how important character design is. If, for example, you take the same character and you take off his overdesigned jacket, he just has a t-shirt on, and you just and you just have him look a bit more cut up, a bit more street. I'd like him, probably. Like if if he felt like he was like a a plucky kind of kid. Who just happened to be a um, found himself in a bad situation that would be likable, but he seems like a bit too put together for that. He seems like now I will say that this this uh, this demo was from fairly early in the game, mm. so maybe that changes. Maybe this is before. Oh, actually, bad shit really happens to him. Here, here's the thing. But, well, maybe I don't think so. I suspect the bad shit's at the start of the game because I liked the look of him when he was in his like uh, in his. I don't know what you call it, like trucker uniform, like his uniform when he's cutting up the star destroyer, which is like this like fucking beanie and like an overcoat. And he just looked like you know, just like a worker. He just looked like a normal everyday worker, and you couldn't see his queefed hair. Um, <laughs> like it, he looked good then, and then he then everything fell apart. Um, mm. but aside from that, how did you like the action of the game, Duran? Um, aside from the stiff animations, which uh, they might have time to fix before it comes out. Um, they said alpha in general so. yeah 
in general, I I think it'll play really well. It, the the combat looked good. Hmm. Um, the animations, though they were stiff, did did generally flow pretty well. Yeah. Um, I did like when when they were uh, kind of talking about it a bit. Like, even though you saw him doing cool things, that's not canned animations. Those are like specific actions Generated. the player is taking right. to kind of oh, okay. create this combat flow that that you saw. Oh, okay. I, oh, I got that. I, I didn't even feel like they needed to point that part of it out. Like I felt. Well, it was like, 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 like when, when Greg Miller mentioned like that, you know, they, the guy like pulled him into him and then like struck Step. him with lightsaber. Oh. Like, that's not one animation. Oh, that's cool. That is two things he's combining to make that happen. Oh, that's actually, that's actually kind of cool. And that's the thing. Like there's, yeah. there's snatches of it. I think worked really well for me. Like there's a, there's this one overhead strike he kept doing that reminded me of Sekiro. Where he just does like bam with his lightsaber and just decimates the fool. This seems like a heavy, like if I was to equate it to Dark Souls, it'd be like a heavy hit. Um, that looked mm. really nice. And a lot of his like a lot of the individual animations of his force powers, like his force freeze and his like um his force pull and, and stab, like the stab animation looks really good. And I'm it reminds me of like when I saw Palpatine do it, like why doesn't everyone just stab with a lightsaber? Um but the <laughs> <laughs> it's so effective. Uh but like there's bits and pieces of that that yeah, I think you're right. And a lot of it does I think will come down to how the game feels to play because if it it does and I do want to emphasize this it does look um choppy I don't know how you call it Ch- stilted the animation does look stilted it doesn't there's a flow to Nathan Drake when he moves that isn't here um there's a uh and Sekiro I don't know if you can even compare this from software I feel like this game is built for 30 frames per second I don't think it's built for must be 60 um like a like a modern Dark Souls-esque game is um because there's something. I hope that's the, not true. Because it, it would look real good in sixty. It would no. It look good for sixty, but it feels like the animations are made for thirty, right? Like there's, yeah. it's just how many keyframes you put in an animation. Because there's something about when darks when in Sekiro when you transition from a walk to a run, there's like a you can see him transitioning from a walk to a run, um, and that's just that's just one thing holding down circle. Let alone every attack he makes. It doesn't feel like everything is smoothly blended. And it might just be their blending engine, because that's a whole tier of animations, is how you blend animations. might just the blend is wrong, but I suspect that's not the case, because his walk animation looks Mass Effect, which is not a compliment. Um, (laughs) And that's bad. Uh, It doesn't look... And especially because it's got platforming elements to it, there's a lot of lack of fluidity there. So I think a lot of people who expect fluidity are automatically dismissing this game and to them i'd say maybe you're right but it is an alpha like you said earlier and it might be too early for that um but for me where i'm yeah it's, it's i'm happy it's to, hard to say because line. like it it's it's an alpha but at the same time we're halfway through this year and it releases this year yeah so they yeah. don't have a lot of time to fix it you're not wrong though wrong. at the same time again like we don't know how old this demo was it does take yeah. time to build these things yeah so and i think this is going to be the playable demo at the show so that's those are, those are always like a, a, a well they're not necessarily months old they're usually done at the last second but they're built they're built on an engine sorry a version of the game that's a month old because that's what they yeah that team goes off and polishes to be a playable state um so like it yeah this could be a bit old and even if it stayed like this i tend i don't mind the fact that it's deliberate and i can probably overlook the weird animations if it feels good and you can't get that you don't. We don't know if it feels good just by watching it. It could right. feel good, and so maybe that's. And that's that's the kind of impression we would get more in the days to come when like people on the floor have had the time to get it. their hands on it and actually yeah. play it. 
Yeah, and I think Game Informer has a has a thirty minute impressions video out now. I got, I just watched bits of it. I didn't get a thing, but I mostly watched it for tone, and they loved it. Um, when they played it, it seems like three people who played it all loved it. Um, and there's apparently a lot of progression there that you're not seeing in this. And because like, you see him get a skill point in this video, yeah, apparently that's a whole thing, and there's, there's a lot to it. So, and you can change the color of your lightsaber. There's there's a couple of things you can do, which is this is cool. Um, but yeah, overall, Durin, uh, was there anything you thought were lacking or anything you, you wanted to see that you didn't? And, or, and what are your overall thoughts? Uh, no, I think that with it being a single-player, like, story-based Star mm. Wars game, I think they showed about as much as they need to show before it comes out. I, I hesitate saying that because, again, the animations, I feel like... <laughs> A little closer to launch that shows that they have fixed those animations. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, like, I don't want to see a lot of the game and like dropping this huge chunk at once. Like, hopefully, mm. this is kind of it until it releases. Right. I personally, I would have preferred. Um, I I was lacking story, and I'm I'm just a story guy. I know you got that from the first. The whole first whole trailer was story. I f- yeah, I feel like but... it, we're at a point now where like movie trailers release so much of a movie story that like mm. when I see something prior to its release, like I I, I don't want to see the story. You're not wrong, and that's because... not quite what I mean. It's, it reminds me of what people used to say about the Mass Effect E3 demos. Remember, like I would have been happy with the Mass Effect Three E3 demo where it was just Shepard talking to dudes. I don't expect that from this, but. Um, right. what I, I think they're assuming that we like this main character and I still actually don't really know him. Um, and so I, I would have, wouldn't have minded if the, that first bit where he's talking to that, that guy from fucking Rogue One, I forget his fucking name. Um, the black dude, the, the, the uh, he says they're talking to each other and it just feels like a generic, it felt so generic, the, a generic mission objective was given to the main, the generic main character and he generically went off and did it. That's what it did. Right, but if it was the moment where you actually got this sense of there's a there's a character connection there, and you're actually talking to a person, even though it was that little spark, I just wanted a spark of story, and I didn't even get that. So that's the part I was missing. Well, the thing I'll say is like with with Titanfall two, I think we learned like one is capable of telling a pretty decent story. Yes. So I'm not too worried about whether the story is going to be good or not. Mm. Um, that said, like prior to its launch, like we're going to see a story trailer. I hope so. Um, yeah. I think what they were more worried about here was just like letting people finally after Make all sure. this time, especially after, yeah. especially after EA canceled the other single player Star Wars game. Yeah. They were, they, I think they were interested in making sure people got to see what this game actually looked like. And yeah. so like this game is actually being made for real. Did we get a release date or are we not sure? Uh, I know it's this year. That's crazy to me. I don't know if they said... Something about this game doesn't feel finished. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't feel like it's all there, and it's nuts. Um, Jedi... Some of it could be because like it's been so under wraps for so long. Yeah, you're not wrong. Release date. Uh, let's have a look. I mean, hell, we didn't, 15th they, they, November. They didn't even allow them to... Okay, wow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's actually kind of Same soon. day as Pokemon comes out. Oh, Okay. Sadly, I will probably play Pokemon. <laughs> like I don't, I can't help it. It's just that's the person I am. Also, my Switch is easy to take around. Um, but I'm sold. I, I, I'm. They have to unsell me on a Star Wars single player game, just because I'm so curious. Um, it's that, been so long since we've had one. Yeah. Uh, but then again, if it gets like seventy something on Metacritic, I won't buy it. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, overall, though, yeah. positive. Duran, positive, negative. How you feeling? Yeah, positive. 
Cool. That's good. Like I said, it's been a while since we've had a, one of these. Like, and and even then, the last one was Force Unleashed two. So, can only go up from there. Hell yeah. Um. So, uh, we're gonna take a quick break here. I mean, before transitioning to the rest, like is standard Scotchcast fashion. It's been an hour before we even get to the meat of the thing. But I will say, I have something prepared for the conferences. We're gonna do each conference very light. Also, there's not much expected this year, so I'm not actually expecting much to be a thing. Um, so we're not going to spend five hours on this, uh, but we will take a short break. See you after this. Durin! E3! Time to talk about it's conferences! <laughs> almost happening. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, less than... No, no, no. There's, uh, yeah, less than 24 hours to go. It's 11 a.m. here. I think the Microsoft's at 6 a.m. the next morning. Um, so for my time, which is great. Like, EA was at 2 a.m., so <laughs> that wasn't worth okay, it. Okay, <laughs> fair. There. <laughs> um, but okay. In fact, most of the conferences are like very reasonable times this year, so I'm very happy about it. But um, let's start. Uh, you know what? I don't want to do Microsoft first. Uh, let's let's do let's start with. I've got conferences up on screen, um, and for people who don't have realized yet, we're on. We actually actually might append this beforehand in our recording. But we're doing this on video, so you can watch along on screen. Um, but we'll start with Nintendo, which is the last of the press conferences, and then go like backwards in time yeah i guess that makes sense right right sure. starting with nintendo nintendo <laughs> durin what do you expect from the nintendo e3 press conference i've got links in the sheet to like this like quick little summary page and at the bottom of the summary page is like a what can we, what can we expect if you're if you're missing anything if you can't think of anything um the uh this guy these guys talk about pokemon Super Mario Maker 2, Animal Crossing, more Zelda, Louis Mansion 3, Bayonetta 3, Doom Eternal, Fire Emblem Three Houses as some as some broader picks to choose from. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, well, we know some of that stuff is going to be there. They put out showing like the games that were going to be playable there at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those were stuff like Link's Awakening, Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, I'm totally blanking on what the other ones were. Hmm. Uh, interestingly, Mario Maker Two was not on that list, but I guess it's close enough to its launch that they're not going to bother. I guess. I guess uh, they had that. It was actually kind of sad that they had that pre-show tournament where they had people play Mario Maker Three, uh, so Mario oh, Maker yeah. Two um, as a tournament. That says they they started a thing at the same time. They just right they raced each other through a level. Um, it's it, I say it's sad not because it's a bad concept because it's an amazing concept but it's really sad seeing one person get stuck in a bit and the other person just fucking rocket ahead and it's just I can't yeah. <laughs> breaks my heart man <laughs> breaks my heart <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's probably how that was always gonna go yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know like I'm I'm I I'm either way on Link's Awakening. I'm not a big fan of the art style they chose, and also like I'm not really. I've never. I never played the original game, so like that one, cool. They're making that for people who want to play it. Mm. I, I, I don't care either way. <laughs> uh, Is there anything you wish for for this press conference, like Metroid? Um, or... I've never played any or much of any of them, but I'm kind of looking forward to Bayonetta two. Okay, uh, because those games are really cool, even though I'm bad at them. Mm-hmm. Um, Metroid, like, kind of, uh, I always wanted to like the Metroid Prime games, but 
uh, Nintendo were stubborn and didn't want to make a goddamn shooter, <laughs> so they controlled like dog shit. Yep, I heard about this, and then lock on um, like it. Yep. So if they make this one play like an actual shooter, then yeah, I'd be interested in it. Like I like I said, I, I actually I own at least two, if not all. I think two. Uh, the first two games, uh, the Metroid Prime games. Never did play it through them because I couldn't. I think the, the rumor is Metroid Prime Trilogy to the Switch. Yeah, I think Trilogy is probably going to be this year, and then because like they had to restart four, so there's no way it's going to be here. Right. Yeah. Um. But I think I think Trilogy is probably a safe bet at this point. Right. It's been rumored often enough and for long enough now. Yeah. That it and and they've put out so many like remasters at this point, like it mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised if if they don't do trilogy, then I feel like it's because they are actually looking at doing GameCube emulation for uh, Nintendo Online. Oh in wow! The, in the okay. future, wow. Um, um, speaking of Nintendo Online, I think that one thing they probably will talk about is I think they are going to be adding Super Nintendo games to the Nintendo Online service. Oh, okay. All right. I think this will be them announcing that. Because they haven't here. they haven't done anything big with that in a while, and every, we all know like they're capable of uh, that technology, like we've seen it in the past. Yep, it's just a matter of when, and I think now is maybe the right time for them to do that. Right, and I, I don't know because my bigger question that sounds like it's possible. But my bigger question is so. Switch is huge, I think. Uh, it's not Switch. We huge, but it's huge. A lot of people own a Switch. It has surpassed the PS4 in Japan. That's it's big enough for that. That's great, and and I'm happy for Nintendo. But the question is, it's uh, it's all about momentum, right? And it feels like they're right. lo- at the moment. It feels like they're losing momentum. Aside from Pokemon, it feels like they're losing momentum because the big Mario Zelda. There's nothing like there's no big tent pole that we're looking for. So it, it, it depends on how you look at it, because mm-hmm. I think that if you compare it to, if you're looking at it strictly from first party releases, yeah. then yes, it definitely feels like they're losing momentum. Mm-hmm. However, Nintendo has, has um, the best third party support they've had ever. in generations yeah, at this, this point. I'd say ever. This is uh, I wouldn't I say ever. I wouldn't say ever. I think they had better support even in the Super Nintendo oh, days. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. But, so, but Nintendo like, and Super Nintendo. In, in, in many generations, this is the best they've had. Yeah. Um, and so I think they've been able to ride that for a while. And so like in that regard, if you, if you look at the, the good third party support they're getting, mm. um, I don't think that they're losing momentum. I don't think the Switch is losing, losing momentum. Right. I think it's easy to feel like that because a lot of the third party games that are being released on there, we have access to elsewhere. Right. But that's not why they're being developed. I think like Doom Eternal coming to the Switch is not for us. Yeah. We're going to get that on PC or PS4 or whatever. Like yeah. Doom Eternal coming to Switch is for people who only have a Switch. And there are definitely plenty of those people out there. Right. And, and I think, um, not even Dune Eternal, but I think there was a rumor for Witcher 3 to come to Switch. And I was like, that sounds fucking cool. <laughs> no. You don't think no. it's possible? Or if, do you think if, it's- Witcher 3, if Witcher 3 comes to Switch, it's going to be uh, streamed similar to how Resident Evil 7 came to Switch in Japan. I oh. think it's going to be a Japan thing, and I think it's going to be streamed. Oh, because the okay. Switch is not capable of running Witcher. I 3. thought Digital Foundry yeah. said they might be. I forget they had a video on it. That's why the rumor started. They're like, the, we might be. I mean, so I didn't watch the video. I so might I have. Video. I I might have uh, understood how that could be possible with like looking at like Doom Eternal running on the Switch 
and right. not looking like total garbage. Um, but then like you look at Mortal Kombat 11, which came out on Switch and doesn't have to do nearly as much as mm. like a Witch 3 would. Yeah. And it runs fine. It just looks like someone threw up on your screen. <laughs> so I don't see I don't see how they can make enough concessions with right. Witcher 3 and still have it be an enjoyable experience. So for me, I would say that I would love Witcher 3 on Switch. I don't know if it'll happen. Um, but because I still haven't gotten around to finishing all those DLCs. So it, I would play the DLCs on Switch. That's fine with me. I think This is the thing, Duran. For me, I think it's the nipple barrier, TM. Trademark to, n- to Nintendo. There's, there's sex scenes in that video game. And I don't I- think that will make it to the Switch. I don't think you have looked at the eShop recently. <laughs> no way. Am I cr- What? No. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. There's no nipples on the Switch. Is there a nipples on the Switch? Fuck you. I'm I would not be surprised if there were <laughs> nipples on the Switch. There are, like, games that are borderline hentai games on the eShop. Are you saying eShop. the nipple barrier has been crossed? <laughs> I think the nipple barrier has been crossed a long time ago. Um, no, I think that if Witcher 3... The way I could see it coming to Switch is if they actually... If they have a side team, which I don't know why they would do this, but I don't know why Square Enix did either. Um, but if they had a side team that did like a a pocket edition mm. type of thing, um, where they just dramatically changed the style of the game, then they could probably do a Witcher three, right. similar to how they get Final Fantasy fifteen technically running on the Switch, right? Um, but played the way that it plays. I mean, if I don't know if you remember, like the PS4 and Xbox One versions of The Witcher 3 did not run good. Right. Those yeah, games yeah. ran terribly. Yeah, they did. And those are far more powerful than the Switch. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so, like, could they technically bring The Witcher 3 to Switch? Like, probably. Right. Would anybody want to play that experience? Oh, yeah. It might be even so bad that even I wouldn't play it. I don't know. But yeah. here, so here's, here's an alternative. I don't want to spend too much longer, too much longer this bomb. So here's a this is a this is a wild cynic hope. When they first announced Gwent, they announced it with a single player as part of the the announcement. And then what happened was it came out as a beta, people played the game, and then it turned out the single player was some random shit about this character didn't know about and no one cares about. Except for the people who play Gwent. And fuck those people. Um <laughs> what I always wanted was just a single player game. Well, you're playing Geralt playing Gwent against people in the world. That's it. I just wanted the Gwent game from Witcher in like a cute TD art style playing Gwent. Do you think that? So could here's happen? why. I, here's why I'm gonna say no, <laughs> is because I think that especially with the, uh, with the popularity of things like uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Yep. And Hearthstone mm-hmm. and went for that matter um i wouldn't be surprised if nintendo is working on a pokemon trading card game for the oh Switch. that would be sick if they did that <laughs> they're not gonna let Gwent anywhere fucking near the Switch. <laughs> oh man you give me a whole other thing i would love <laughs> i like my my game boy was a color pokemon switch pokemon trading card game was one of my favorite fucking games in that console um, oh i love that thing yeah that was great <sighs> Fuck. And they have like an online uh, po- Pokemon trading card game you can right. play through like browsers and stuff. I, I've heard about that. I heard um, about that. I'm just I just want a single player though. I don't really want to play against people. I just want to. I want that. 
You know, the original it was a single player game. Like you went around, you did gyms. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> now, if that's what you're wanting, that's probably not what they're working on. Ah, uh, fuck you. <laughs> that's all because... I want. <laughs> what happened to card games having single player modes? I mean, Gwent has one. It just has the a internet. Character. That's what happened. The internet. Uh, this is why I, the I, internet I, and their ability to sell you card packs. That's what happened. <laughs> like again, like uh, again, all they had to do with Gwent was give us Geralt. And they didn't, and I'm still mad about it to this day. Um, yeah, like I think it's possible. I'm going to say it's possible. I'm not going to say it's happening. I'm just saying if if CD Projekt does bring anything to Switch, maybe it won't be Witcher Three, but it might be Gwent. Um, even if it's not the thing I want, which is a new single player campaign, it might be Gwent as you see it. Gwent, and, except if Duran's right, and yeah, I, I can see Nintendo going, "No, we got our own card game. Fuck off." and shove them to the side as they walk past. Um, but yeah, cool. Uh, anything else for Nintendo that you want to see or you think will be there? I think Animal Crossing is a safe bet. Yep. Uh, that is still slated for a 2019 release. So yep. this is the last, well, not the last big time. I mean, whatever. They have directs. They'll show it whenever they damn well please. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, every year they have like the game that they designed their booth around. And I think that this year, that's probably going to be Animal Crossing. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a. Um, so I don't care, but I think a lot of people care about Animal Crossing, and that might be a tentpole. We were talking about their their um, momentum that could give them a little boost of momentum going to the end of this whole. Even even in a year where they're putting out a, technically a Zelda game, uh, they're putting out a Fire Emblem game, they're putting out Luigi's Mansion. Now that said. Luigi's Mansion could also be the theme. Really? Their, oh, yeah, the theme. And I think yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. a higher chance of the theme for their uh, booth. Right. Just because that makes for a really compelling theme for to, for people to write news stories about. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks good. Like, I can see it. I can see Luigi's Mansion. Um, yeah. But, the, but that wouldn't be a tentpole game. So I'm... I'm I'm curious where it lands. Theme aside, what will be their major tempo for this? It won't be Metroid. I kind of agree with you. It could no. be. It could be Animal Crossing, and that that would make sense. I think it'll be Animal Crossing. I, I could have maybe thought it could have been Pokemon before they had that Pokemon Direct, right? Uh, fairly recently, and I feel like yeah. that kind of got that out of the way for what will be their temple. And I think it will be Animal Crossing. So, tell us, cynic, cynic thoughts about the Nintendo thing. Um, I want. I would love to see more Fire Emblem, but I think there'll be a, a solo direct for that closer to release. They'll just be their own direct. Um, but I really like that that thing. I really like the Nintendo, the Pokemon ones they've done. Like I I don't know. I initially was really down in the direct format, and when it was just uh, little packages of mini conferences, those I didn't like that. But now it's like single game focused. I actually really like those because it's like oh this cool game you're looking forward to. Here's a big bunch of information about it. I don't mind that at all. Um, so there'll probably be one for Fire Emblem. I would really like it. my only real wish for this aside from Geralt Gwent is uh, I want to see more of Shin Megami Tensei V. Um, and maybe Persona 5 on Switch. Those two things would be fucking awesome. Um, those would both be great. I, I don't know. We haven't seen anything of SMT5. And now that Joker's in... I, I forgot it existed. Exactly, right? Like, I would love to see it. It might not be this Nintendo Direct, but if there was a time, this is the biggest... MCC does have that big a following on, like, Persona. But the people who are into it are into it, so it might be a good spot. Yeah, for it. Um, and that's it. So, for Nintendo. Right, anything else? real quick before we move on to the next one, mm-hmm. uh, left field predictions. 
All right. What what's your predictions? What's 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 your thing? So mine's going to be based on a rumor and some uh listings that have come out recently. Mhm. There have been two retailers now that have listed Xbox One versions of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh-huh. Which means that left field, I'm going to say that Sony lost their exclusivity for Final Fantasy VII Remake when uh, Square decided to take it on in-house. Yep. And I think that we're... I think that there is a very slim, very not zero chance that we see a Final Fantasy VII for Switch. That's... I've written it down, and it'll come up later. We're going to be tracking these predictions. I like it, though. I like I like the moxie behind that. Um, I would say no fucking chance. <laughs> Zero. Zero. I don't think you can run it. I don't think you can run it. It's like the Witcher thing. Also, you wrote down Final Fantasy uh, 17. Oh, right. Sorry. I, 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 I don't think you can run Final Fantasy 7. Um, that game looks too good for me, I, I think. I don't know. We'll see. I think that game will have small enough environments that it could be possible mm. more possible than the witcher i wouldn't mind seeing anything square enix that would be really good something square enix. yeah that's actually like i i legitimately want to see like what square is doing for nintendo and i lost there we go yes i agree and it's, it's one of those things where um even if it's like a final fantasy 4 port i don't mind that um like that those remakes all those remakes they did i wouldn't mind those coming to switch uh but yeah i would in my head, I would really like like a Final Fantasy Tactics for Switch, like a new Final Fantasy Tactics. That would be like those are like these are like dream. Not getting to dreams territories. I don't know. Um, anything square. Okay, moving on to uh, let's see. Wow, my computer's being slow. Square Enix. Whoa. Speaking of Square, okay, this is this is a big one, big boy here. Um, yeah. What do you think? What what are you expecting from Square? Uh, well, pulling up this page that you have linked there, uh, those first two are guaranteed. Which one's that? Square, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be making a showing in some capacity, True. as will the Avengers game. Will it be at there, or will it be at Xbox? Avengers? Both. Uh, no, I mean, to some capacity, they're both going to be there. Um, I could very well see Avengers being like they show some of it and say we'll have more to show at Xbox or whatever. Well, Xbox is coming first um, chronologically, so they? yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, yeah, that could I could see. I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, I guess, but yeah. That's Sticking with just with squares, I'm sure. going to say that they are going to be there. Okay, yeah, that's a fair. Um, I don't know what that third image even is. Uh, there's Dying Light Two. Oh, Dying Marvel's... Light Two. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I don't think I realized that was Square. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> so Square is the weird one because, like, they are a big one, but I feel like it's because of those two games right there. Final Fantasy VII and Marvel's Avengers. Those two. Yes. Yeah. I think that beyond those, like, nobody knows what Square's doing. Um. um I mean, yeah, Dying Light will definitely be a part of that too. Square's in this position where they have just enough big stuff to justify having a press conference, Mm -hmm. but they're going to need to fill it with some shit. Okay. And I have no idea what the hell they're going to fill it with. So last time they had a press conference, they announced, well, 
that I remember. I bet they've had ones in between. But the last big one they had, they announced Nier Automata. Um, they announced because I forgot that Yokotaro is square. <laughs> yes, he is square. <laughs> there you go. So like I would, um, and this is getting to like my, my predictions, my big predictions spreadsheet, which I'll bring up in a bit here. Um, I really, it's stupid. I know it's stupid, but I still want Final Fantasy 16 announced. Um, I was gonna say, I think actually, so you say it's stupid, but I, I watched a video recently, and and they were talking about specifically that. And the thing I will say is that I agreed with them on is that it has actually been a long time since they have announced a new Final Fantasy game. Yes, and that would because be if you so recall, sick. even Final Fantasy fifteen being announced as Final Fantasy fifteen. Was versus was many, many, many. Well, not, no, no. Even when they re-revealed it as 15. Oh yeah, yeah. That was many was years still ago. Quite a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Dude. So I don't know that we would get a lot of inf- information on it. Don't need any. But I do think that <laughs> it is probably about time for them to announce that they are making a Final Fantasy 16 and possibly maybe show like a brief teaser or maybe like concept art of characters. I think, I think what, I think they'd be at the stage where like they would show concept art right? to give you an idea of like, okay, what kind of world is this in? What kind of characters are we dealing with? And a with? CG demo and a CG video. It has to be, maybe there has, has to be CG. They always reveal. With I, don't, I don't know. I don't know that they'll even go that far, Ooh, but they always do. I think that, time. I think, I think that this is a year that they can get away without having to do that because they have final fantasy seven remake to, you're not wrong. Prop it up with, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, we'll get to more detailed bets in a bit. Because uh, I have I have I have I have a spreadsheet that I'm going to track things on, but the Marvel's Avengers. What do you think about that? Let's let's put seven seven aside for now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to find the description for it that was given um, because it didn't sound at all like what I thought that game was. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be like a the leaks is like you're playing some dude, not like an Avenger, and you're in a world. It's like a multiplayer game. So no, it sounds like you're playing one of the Avengers, but like it. Oh, so okay. it sounds like it is a four-player kind of cooperative experience. Okay, that sounds fine. Um, what is somewhat concerning about it is I have heard uh, game of service games of service Gas, being yeah. kind of tossed around for it. Yeah. Um, which is not what I was hoping for out of this game. Oh. I was hoping for a narrative game that then ended, not destiny with avengers oh but doesn't games of service just doesn't it just mean rolling dlc and like maps and shit it, it, that's the thing it's got games of service it means a lot of things yeah like if so it was destiny I'm with like a, for what this means like i'm hoping it's like destiny with like a single player campaign with some with like maybe a raid or two that would be cool and then uh just like destiny just gas stuff on every direction like you can get costumes and you can get all that kind of shit as part of it um I feel like that's an odd thing for them to make in the same year that, like, they are making Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, True. which is, like, kind of a light version of that. But if it's if we already know it's going to be a four-player, like, cooperative game, that's kind of already leaning towards, like, a Destiny kind of thing, right? Like, it's it's already... Right. Uh, if, if you were to ask me from scratch, I would say um, I'd probably put this in your an avenger maybe like uh like if it was me designing this game it would be an open world where it was a like a city that's actually realized and you can play an avenger 
as there's multiple like story things happening and each story thing like spider-man you can choose which avenger you want to play in that story beat and it'll be like spider-man essentially that's how i would have said a, an avengers game would play out very well just pretty much like marvel spider-man but right this sounds i, I will say i'm glad to hear that it is going to be an original story Mm. They're not going to be following the story of the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that gives them a lot more freedom to make things kind of interesting. Definitely. And I, I think that's cool. Also, you... like, allows them to design the characters and not have to pay for the likenesses of it's the actors. Damn straight. You don't need no, uh, you don't need Robert Downey Jr. or Robert Downey Jr. to sound alike. You can just have your own interpretation of Tony Stark. Right. Um, wait, so are you... So I'm actually not excited for this game at all. What is your reading on this? I can see people being excited. All, a lot of Avengers fans are really excited. But I'm I'm potentially excited because I I feel like I I, I feel like like this is a the the Avengers is a it, superhero games deserve better than they've gotten. True to some extent. Yeah, I mean, I mean obviously we had the Batman games; they were good. We had the Spider Man games; good. Um. The last superhero game I think that was made, like li- you know, licensed for the movies, granted, was probably like the Iron Man game for the 360. Oh fuck, I forgot I existed. And <laughs> oh, I was shit. excited for Anthem because it felt like it was going to let me play the Iron Man game that I wanted to play. Mm. And and so this game. If this game lets me play as Iron Man <laughs> and lets me play that Iron Man game that I want to play, because the thing yes. is, is that I like Crystal Dynamics at least has a history of making pretty damn good feeling games. So, so are the two the Tomb Raider guys, right? Am I being crazy? Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, their games feel good, right? Uh, the combat in it feels really good, right? So with that, I am optimistic about what this game could be. Right. What there are it, things that have me concerned, but are you are I'm you willing f- to give them the benefit of the doubt? Are you familiar with Justice League games, the fighting games? A little oh, bit. Justice League or whatever the DC you about the Injustice, Mortal Kombat, yeah, Injustice Gods Among Us, yeah, Injustice. Gods yeah. Among Us. Um, yeah. Those single player campaigns are fucking incredible a but b um i could see that format being used where it's a single player campaign much like tomb raider but you're playing one avenger at a time but then hands off between yeah like like each chapter switches from one to another yeah i you know that's that's what i was hoping for until i heard it was uh, like four player multiplayer thing yeah i don't think that's going to be what it is now me neither but there's like a lot of things this game could be that could get me excited that's an option but if it's just a bigger badder ultimate alliance i think i like the gaminess of a multi- ultimate alliance it feels like a little bit like diablo and i don't know if that works in something with the scale of a like a spider-man like i don't know if that that's as interesting to me um it would say i'm gonna say like i'm gonna say it depends because that's yeah. basically what anthem is yeah yeah you're not wrong yeah and but, it didn't work but not all but characters can fly because of that format <laughs> Like it's just Thor and Iron Man, right? And Spider-Man. Well, I'm saying though, like, I, like I, what I'm saying is like, like Anthem didn't work, but I'm not going to say it's because they used that format. I think there right. were other issues. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that caused that to fail. But like, I think a lot of the reason that game was awesome is like I didn't play it, but it seems like 
the flying and the combat was like was core to it. But those are Iron Man things. Like how the fuck mm. would Thor plug? Well, Thor maybe, but how the fuck would Cap plug into that? Like that would that almost doesn't work if unless Cap has like a jetpack, which is not Cap. Um, so right. I don't know how you do that. Like there's yes, we both agree that Iron Man is a the coolest Avenger and B the thing I want to play as, right? But like the <laughs> like the. But that isn't the game they're making. They're making an Avengers game. Cap just has a motorcycle that he summons. And that would like be sick, yo. How cool would it be? Well, the thing is, he could do that. <laughs> yes. And they could easily just write it off as like, oh, Tony Stark made that for him. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. And how cool would it be if, if Cap's um, motorbike was like, uh, I don't know if you played it, but Infamous, in Infamous, uh, I think Second Son or whatever the name is, though, the one that was at the start of the PS4 generation. I forget the name of the game. But um, uh, Yeah, Second Son. Yeah, so in that, like, two of the powers can let you just straight up fly, and they're the best. But there's also power that makes you go super fast and you can run up the side of buildings. How mm-hmm. sick would it be? And, that, and a lot of people don't mind that. Like, they even prefer that to the one that flies. How sick would it be if Cap had just had a motorbike that's just fucking up the side of buildings and you just like can jump across buildings and shit and you're, like, go, you're riding across the city as Cap? Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. Oh, yeah. That'd be sick. I'd, yeah. Okay. All right. That'd be great. <laughs> that's not the game we're getting. <laughs> Let's be clear. That's no, not, that's not that's... all the game we're getting. Not at all. <laughs> I don't know what we're getting. That's the cute, most curious thing. And we have immediately disappointed ourselves. <laughs> uh, maybe next gen. Maybe next gen. Because then open worlds will be even easier when they actually have a proper CPU to work with. Um, but we'll see. And it'll still be 30 frames a second. <sighs> oh, yeah, some things won't change. Um, and with that, that's pretty much square. Uh, any bold predictions, Duran, before we move on? Uh, yes, my bold prediction will be uh, the announcement of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 16 okay, yep. being directed by Yokotaro. Oh, shit. That's a dream. That's a, that's an E3 the, dream right the there. The Square Boss has already said he wants him to do one. Dude, Nier, we both still agree Nier is one of the best games of the last couple of years, yeah. right? Yeah. He's fucking... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yokotaro. That's awesome. All right. Um, great prediction. I, I'm not going to change it. That's also my hope and dream for that. Conference. Um, Ubisoft press conference. What are you feeling, Duran? What are you feeling? Let's, let's bring up this thing because I forget what Ubisoft even has. Well, so the only thing we know about for sure is Watch Dogs Legion. Right. Isn't that Ghost Recon thing also Ubisoft? Yeah, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, right. Yeah, Breakpoint. Yeah. So yeah. we have Watch Dogs Legion, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Breakpoint, Just Dance. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 yep. is, still exists. Yep. But they said Beyond Good and Evil is not going to be there. Um, okay. And then Skull and Bones and Roller Champions. I don't know what that is. God, Skull and Bones. That's right. That still hasn't come out yet. Are you, wait, isn't it? <laughs> isn't no. it? No? no. No, it's gotten pushed back again. What? That game is... I think it's 2020 now. That game is dead. That game is dead. It's DOA, man. That's No one cares. Um, anyway. yeah, it might as well be. Yeah. So okay, Watch Dogs Legion. What could make you care about Watch Dogs? I like the idea that you can play as any NPC in the world. So tell me about the leak. What does the leak say? I heard that. That sounds like so, nonsense so the leak says, to me. Yeah. So the leak says basically. So it takes place in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes place post Brexit. So they are actually like they can't say their game is not fucking political when you're making it take place post Brexit. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> um. I know how that's relevant. And, though. Like whatever. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, the fact that, that that's even being pointed out, like it's going to have to be relevant to some extent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and gameplay wise, the idea is that you can like it sounds like you're recruiting people to whatever your cause is. Right. Um, and that you can swap between, and it seems like you can recruit just about anybody, maybe. 
Um, but you can like swap and play as any of these characters, and they're all fully voiced and all this, which means one of two things. Either uh, they're going to have like a handful of voice actors that are just voicing a number of different characters, mm-hmm. um, and none of it's actually going to matter. Or they're using like machine learning to like create voices. That's, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> um, so that each character actually has a unique voice. Yeah. I think which it would, would be really interesting if they did that. It could be a combination where they have five voice actors and they have machine learning change the like voice. Pitching up and down. Yeah, yeah it could could yeah. very well be. Yeah. Um But like that that idea seems really interesting to me. Now that said, I feel like that diminishes like any chance of there being like a story with the game. Yeah, it seems or like, like a um, way for you to like really like like bond with your character at all. There has to be a main like I feel like there's there's something we're not getting yet. Like it's some like what's like stupid game? It was like Driver San Francisco or something where you like it, you're actually in a oh car. yeah where you can like jump to different people. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's some kind of thing. I don't know whatever nano machines or some shit where you actually there is a main character because there's no way that everyone in the world is actually against the government. That makes no sense. So there has right. to be some kind of thing where you're controlling people, um, or maybe like it's not actually everyone in the world. It's just a lot of random characters that are like maybe one in every. So no, no, it sounds like specifically like you are recruiting people to your cause. So like, I think like you can play as them once you have recruited them. Right. Is maybe how it goes. Okay. Um, But like the, any PC or any NPC in the game is potentially recruitable. And then you can play as them. So it's like, is kind of how it seems to go. It's like a next level um, shadow of Mordor where you're not just recruiting them, but you're also playing as them. Um, right. I don't know. And the, if that and works. the important the, the important note for that is like that's already kind of cool, but I feel right. like the the like next level thing of that is oh, and they're also voiced. Yeah, 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 and that's crazy. I, I still yeah. makes me still makes me wonder, like narratively speaking, whether that'll work. Right. Um, that's that was immediately my concern. That was okay. Well, what does this actually mean for the narrative of the game? Yeah. Even if you have a central character, like if you're not playing as them how does the story then fit in with this other random person you're playing as? Mm. How do you care about them? Are they actually going to give like backstories to all these characters that like, no matter who you're playing as like the story is going to matter to that character. Mm -hmm. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of questions based on, and and I think the only thing I could be wrong because I haven't really looked into this too much. um, But I think the only thing that Ubisoft actually really confirmed was the name uh, yeah, because it was just the like same. a symbol, the Watchdog symbol and Watchdog Legion. I think that's what we we got. Yeah, um, and in the back, the background did show like Big Ben and everything. So like, right. it, they they did confirm the setting. Yeah, um, and we'll see. Like I I have never played a Watchdogs game, and I don't see myself playing this one. That said, I'm curious how they do it. I'm very curious. Um, because yeah, like I, I've always been interested in Watchdog. The idea of a modern-day hacker Assassin's Creed has always been interesting to me, ever since Assassin's Creed right. 1. But they haven't given me that in any of these Watch Dogs games. And so there is a Watch Dogs game that is potentially out there somewhere that I would like to play. I don't know if this is it. Um, that's the right, yeah. Thing. But, um, so in- I, I guess one yeah. in- interesting thing about it is, like, because they're setting it in the UK, like, one of the big criticisms they got of the last game was that you just like gunned down everybody and you're supposed mm-hmm. to be this like freedom fighter for peace. Okay. Yep. Um, so within setting it in the UK and gun laws being what they are, they're like guns are not as prevalent as they are here. Right. 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 So um, that's, yeah, that's actually a really kind of meaningful, hugely meaningful difference. Like unless they do the three, 3d printing gun things, which they did last game, that kind of changes that. Cause then you're already going outside the law. But, um, right. 
but if if you just if you're stuck with knives, which is to be fair an epidemic in the UK, but if ever if you just have a knife, that could be kind of cool. It would be that little bit of Assassin's Creed in your Watch Dogs game. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, and you, it would make it way diff- more difficult to deal with the police because they have guns. So that could be that could mm. be an interesting disparity that the gameplay can be uh, shaped around. But I don't know if they'll do that. We'll see. Um, okay, Ghost Recon. Do you care? I don't know if we're the right two to talk about this game. I <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I have tried numerous times to play the last one and have not gotten into it. Mm-hmm. I, I like well, I don't know his name, but I like the Punisher dude. That's my takeaway. I like that guy. I don't know. Mm. Um, but he's the bad guy, so that's, you know, I don't know. Um, I, w- I would like to play as him rather than... Anyway, uh, Just Dance, who cares? Beyond Good and Evil, not going to be there. Skull and Bones, anything you have to say about Skull and Bones? <laughs> you know, they waited too long. Uh-huh. I think there was a window where Skull and Bones could have released when Sea of Thieves was floundering. Um, but Sea of Thieves has finally found his legs. Yeah. Um, and I think that Skull and Bones is going to release to zero fanfare. Yeah, I, um, even if it's a multiplayer game, I can see it only being meaningful if they attach it to something else. Like, if it is the multiplayer game to play on your PlayStation 5, that could maybe give it some legs. But if it's even then, it I was don't see a- it. It was a hard sell even when they announced it because, like, it sounds like potentially it may just be a multiplayer mm. ship battle game. Yep. Which, like, when they announced that, which was years ago at this point, that was cool. There was Novel. already one of those on Steam for uh, like twelve dollars. Yeah. yeah, but like people were. And it didn't have the production values that exactly. this one does. That was the thing, production values. But at this point, that like style of game is already. Yeah. Yeah. People are already past the ship battle combat stuff. Mm. Uh, wait, so that's pretty much... With that said, I, I have nothing to add to... I don't want to even talk about Skull and Bones anymore. Um, the, I don't care. The With that said, Ubisoft... Uh, we haven't talked about Nintendo and Ubisoft partnershiping. Um, that is kind of a big unknown. Do you think there's going to be more of that this year? I'd say if there was, like maybe they'll announce another uh, Mario and Rabbids. Yeah. That's kind of, that's um, kind but of that's the probably the extent of it. I think a lot of Ubisoft's um, resources are into next gen and getting stuff yeah. stadium ready. And we'll talk about that later. Let's move on to the next one. Um, we've got, let's see, Bethesda. We're, we're turning through this. This is good. Uh, what's up with Bethesda, Duran? What could that they possibly do? Question. <laughs> could they possibly do uh, that was worse than last year and also... well this year they'll have doom eternal they'll probably have a good long demo of that exactly there's already a um, huge but and i like wolfenstein youngblood those two girls and that whole yeah, thing youngblood will probably get another another demo of that one as well yeah uh, uh that their eldest girl is getting expansion soon right do you think fallout 76 is going to be rolled out on stage okay or do you um, think they're just going to pretend like it doesn't fucking exist? So I, I think Easy Ally has made a good prediction about this one, and they will pretend like nothing ever happened and roll out f- new features for Fallout 76 as if it's good news. <laughs> and they will be the features people ask for at release. <laughs> Is that game free to play yet? No. 
Okay. Maybe that's the announcement. <laughs> maybe. Maybe maybe they like roll out the you know we're bringing this to Fallout we're bringing this we're bringing this and by the way it's, free. it's also going to be free to play starting today. That is actually you know what that could maybe even swing them a positive reaction. <laughs> I think they might have to no read. no because I think everybody has already checked out of Fallout seventy six except yeah. for the people who are already who are like hard it, yeah hard and it's in, just yeah. gonna piss them off. <laughs> I mean, it depends what they announce. If they announce that they're they're adding like fucking NPCs and like all the stuff people ask for, like, they, like if if I was them again, like let's just put my like the Stadia thing. I'm gonna like, pretend I'm them and say how I'd I'd approach it. First, I'd approach it with, um, I'd start with the free thing. I'd forget. Actually, no. I'd start with an apology if I was them. I'd start with we know that Fallout 76 didn't meet everyone's expectations at launch. It wouldn't be a proper apology, but that would be that's the closest you're gonna get. And then, then you'll go into, um, with that, however, we see Fallout 76 as a living, ongoing experience. And how we interpret it is, the last year of Fallout 76 happened. And so what we're going to go forward is, it's going to be like the world itself is invo- evolving going forward. Everything the players did happened to the world, and it's going to be evolving going forward. So this is what we're going to do. The first thing is make it free going forward. And use, we're going to use the player actions in the last year to inform the next year. So we're going to have NPCs in the world. They, they represent a lot of the players and what they did in the past. We have um, areas of the world that have been significantly changed by now nukes that have been dropped on them. Um, and they're permanently changed that way. And those nukes will have weird side effects where the areas around those areas have been slightly changed as well. So the whole map is going to change a bit. We're going to have NPCs. And with NPCs, we now have settlements and we have quests. That's that'll be my pitch if I was them before seventy six. You are assuming they have kept a lot more staff working on that game than they probably have. Yes, I am. I'm gonna guess that team has silently moved to a fucking skeleton crew. Because they have a lot of other big games to be working on. Did you see that like not to talk about Anthem, but did you see that um Storm demo? of the answer like the no cataclysm. i heard it was i heard it was like incredibly disappointing. oh my god so the cataclysm for people at home the cataclysm was um a thing that they say they that the anthem developers said they released post-release we know what it is because in the very first anthem reveal at the end of the reveal so the, the, we're talking about the really impressive one where they go they start you see we saw anthem for the first time they start they go underwater they come out there's all this wildlife and cool shit happening there's really bad canned um video of people talking to each other while they're playing fake multiplayer then they fight shit and at the end of the demo there's a giant storm and it looks like the whole world changes like fucking clouds and shit and fucking wind and all the trees are moving and you can barely see in front of your face and like they charge into this like epic storm and they feel like something amazing is going to happen that was the cataclysm they said they believe they delivered that post-release they never did until very recently sorry i don't think they've even released it yet recently they had a developer demo where they showed us what the cataclysm was and the start of the developer, developer demo it's like a like you're at the edge of the, the habitable, habitable area and you're about to fly into the cataclysm area. And it gives, I think it gives you a warning or something. I didn't watch it myself, but I remember that being giving you warnings. Like beyond this, you won't be able to return or some shit like that. So the character takes off. <laughs> he flies a little bit forward. <laughs> and a blue Instagram feature goes over the world. And some trees move. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> It's just a straight up, like, it's not even a slow transition to a blue Instagram feature. He gets up, flies forward, and it goes, it goes from white sun to blue sun. <laughs> Everything's dark and dangerous looking. 
you know, I'm glad they took the extra time to get that blue filter just right. And there's like shitty little wind effects that aren't like not like the big storm thing, but it looks like like gusts of wind kind of around you. And some of the trees are like slightly waving. But that's it. That's what you look it up, man. You can see it. Oh. Anyway, with that said, Spoilout 76 hopefully has a little bit more than the people they have still working on Anthem. But it might just be it might just be a bullet in the head and they just forget it ever existed. Like who knows, man? Who knows? <laughs> Bruno, are you looking at this I, up? Yeah. I, it looks like you're looking yeah, no, at I'm looking, it. I, so I'm watching the uh, the original trailer now. Okay, uh-huh. I remember what that looks like now. Yeah, okay, cool. It looks really good. It looks really that. amazing. Like this yeah. Like it was actually visually impressive at the time. And now I'm watching Durin's face reactions. I'm going to, you do what you're doing. I need to describe your face. So Durin now looks confused. Oh, they're in the storm now. <laughs> I thought they were still flying to it when I saw the tree. <laughs> no, that's it. It's the blue Instagram filter. It just goes blue. That's all. Bruin's mouth is open agape. He's actually legitimately shocked. I'm like scrubbing through the video to find more. <laughs> There's no more. <laughs> oh god! Really? <laughs> I wasn't fucking with you. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's the only way to describe it. It just goes tinted blue. <laughs> That's it. That's your cataclysm, guys. Like, if that's all you could do, why would you even release it? <laughs> that's a good question, Durin. Why would you even? Why would you show it to people? <sighs> that Durin. game is so fucking done. Yeah, it's done. It's dead. Anthem's gone. The whole, not even the game, Durin. The whole franchise it could have been is dead. Yeah. Gone. No, fucking Bioware has killed two franchises in a row now. <laughs> Bullets, bullets. It's like um, what critical hits. Like frequently in Dungeons and Dragons, a rogue doesn't actually kill a dragon in one hit. But if the dragon is sleeping, like Mass Effect was, and it sneaks up to just the right point, like the developers did, and you stab it just right and get a critical hit three times in a row, which they did with their shitty animations and shitty story and everything else shitty about that game, you can kill a franchise in one hit, and they did that with Mass Effect. Anthem, I think it just built poorly. I didn't. I didn't even ever lived in the first place, so. Duran's just shocked. <laughs> I'm just watching Duran's face. I, right I, I love the, this, this top comment on this Kotaku article talking about it, where like it's possible Bioware is holding back from sharing off the most exciting aspects of the Cataclysm right now. <laughs> Some people just hold on to that dream. <laughs> yeah. I, I Don't worry, guys. Him. The game will get good eventually. Trust me. <laughs> It's the type of person you want in your corner. Like the guys like, yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, you stabbed that hooker. He believes you didn't. (laughs) He's in you the whole way. (laughs) He's helping you bury the body and he's on your side. That's the kind of guy that is. I love him, (laughs) but you can't help him. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um, that said, Duran, back to Fallout 76. What is your opinion of what will happen with Fallout 76? Just forgotten? Uh, I think the best thing they could do for that game is just not mention it. 
Mm. But I think you're right. I think they're going to mention it. I think that they are going to take this opportunity to make it free to play. That's a good. That's a. I think that's that's the direction they're going to go. With the, it. They're going to announce some, yeah. some some stuff for it. Um, I don't think it's going to be quite as as ex- expansive as as you're thinking it will be. <laughs> Um, I didn't say so it'll happen. Some features for it. <laughs> I just said it, it and could happen, will, and then they will say it's it, it, that it's free. Okay, because <laughs> that's the only direction they can go with this game. We're adding... Aside from shutting the servers down, that's all they can do. Oh man! And the crazy thing is, there's so many good things about that game. Like I really like the world design. I really like the monster design. Um, like the some parts of the concept, like the idea of a multiplayer Fallout. That idea is good. The implementation was. Yeah, and it could have been great. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, um, that said, anything else about Bethesda? I can't really think of what other fuck else that Bethesda can give us this year. <laughs> no, I mean, they, did you say that they were that they were going to be announcing a new expansion for? Oh yeah, ESO? No, no, so it's already out, right? So it's coming out soon, right? The ESO expansion. The the uh, elsewhere. Yeah, elsewhere is that out? I think or it's already it, out, isn't it? Is that? I, I was just looking at the PlayStation Store, so I don't know. Okay, yeah, I, I think I think it came out recently. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't. Then then they got nothing. Maybe they'll. I don't know. I don't know. They kind of. Then they can't even talk about Elder Scrolls Online. Maybe there'll also be some deal they can announce for Elder Scrolls Online. Was like a free weekend or something. They'll bring that up on stage and resurrect that. No, they'll probably talk about how successful the game was and all this cool stuff you can do in there and what their upcoming plans for future content for that expansion will be. Is that card game still a thing? (laughs) Okay. Maybe they'll talk about the card game. There you go. And with that, uh, that is the second last conference we're going to talk about before we move on to our predictions, or my prediction spreadsheet, which I'll get to in a bit. Um, Microsoft, Durin. This is the big one. This is the big boy. Big boy. It should be. I should. I hope be. it is. Fourteen games. I don't. I don't think I have. I don't think this. Po- sorry, I for people at home who can't see the spreadsheet. Um, I, I brought up links here. I couldn't see a link that's just, this is what to expect from Microsoft, which included the most recent stuff, like Phil, not Phil Harrison, what's his name again? Phil Spencer, um, talking about how they're going to show 14 games and a bunch of shit like that. Um, well, specifically 14 Microsoft Game Studio games. Yeah. Which so is it's a, not even including third party. Yeah, stuff. it's going to be a big, and it's like a two hour show or something. Yeah, um, yeah two hours. It's two hours. It's They've got xCloud to talk about. They've They've maybe got the next thing to talk about. They've got 14 Microsoft first-party games. It's going to be fucking huge. Maybe. What do you think, Duren? What's what's what are your predictions or your thoughts about Xbox? Um. Well, I think they're definitely going to talk more about uh, Halo Infinite. I think yep. they're going to finally talk about what that actually is. Yeah. They have to show Gears because um, that's out this year. Yeah, Gears is going to be talked about as well. Um, to pause on Halo uh, Infinite, Joe. Sorry, I, I interrupted you there, but. Uh, what do you think they'll show about Halo Infinite? Or what do you think Halo Infinite is, first and foremost? Uh, I think that it you... is the next game in the Halo franchise. <laughs> do you think it's next gen? I think it's going to be cross gen. Right. And do you um, think it's going to be the Master Chief? No. Okay. Do you think it's going to be locked? to be. <laughs> I think it's going to be Spartans. Okay, yeah. And I think it is going to be a games as service Halo game. Yeah, you are your own Spartan. Why it is infinite. I am a hundred percent with you. I, I, 
at the end of the trailer, and, and I watched it recently, but most people won't remember it. So the trailer starts with like all these like um, you're on a Halo, you don't know the start. All you see is um, wildlife, and then transition from wildlife, which looks like an African kind of area, to these soldiers walking through these rings, and it's not quite clear whether they're Spartans or not. They just kind of look like soldiers, and then uh, it moves across, it moves further on, and then I think you see, I think the warthog comes next. You see a warthog, say, oh, it's Halo. And then you see the Master Chief helmet being held by a dude in green, so presumably the Master Chief. Um, and it doesn't quite show you him, but he's like holding his helmet and it goes past. And then it zooms across to the side and you see the actual Halo itself and it realizes, like, oh, we're on a Halo. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then you see these, and this is the important part. <clears throat> you see these um, beacons or either beacons, shuttles from a distance, or fireworks or missiles from distance. Like they look like some kind of propulsed thing flying up into the air like five of them flying up together and then said halo infinite so the five things going up together or four or whatever it was that's to me that indicated okay and especially with the name it's like multiplayer co-op halo is kind of what i got from it mm, um, yeah which is weird because halo's always had multiplayer it has so it's like but what is the i think what? i think your joke of you you are and i think it's actually going to be the case i think that yeah. you're going to create Spartan. You're Spartan. Um, Destiny with Spartan. It's going to be, yeah. I think it. it, it so I, this is all coming from a standpoint of I did not play the most recent Halo games. Me neither. I don't know how that stuff ends, so that could be completely wrong here. But mm-hmm. my guess would be that this possibly is something that takes place uh, in the canon before the Halo games, because. There was a time where the Master Chief wasn't like the only Spartan. Yes. That would be interesting. And I think this takes place during that time. That would be cool, actually. Just before like the I forget the name, but the not the Pendulum Wars, but there's there was war before the everyone struck us. Um there right. I, I forget what the, the Spartans were made to fight, but they were made to fight something. I haven't read the Halo books. Um I think it's like rebellions and shit. It might be human versus human conflict, and that would be fine by me. I don't need my alien weapons and um, flood and stuff. Well, it could very well be like this, you know, again, not not being a lore nerd, so I don't know the story of this stuff, but it could be something like that the game starts with the conflict, and then in the middle of the campaign, the invasion happens, or even... even the invasion happens in the middle of the conflict and it's suddenly turned into that fight instead. Okay. So yeah, because I I think from my understanding, they first struck Reach. Because they knew about the Spartans and they wanted to wipe them out. But not right. every Spartan would have been on Reach. That doesn't make any sense. Right. So I would it would make sense to me if it was the other planets who are going to be it's like one of those like long retreat kind of things where you're going to be defeated by all the people inviting you. You already know how this is going to go. Like like Reach, you already know the outcome. But this is a story of how, of how uh, the other planets in the human systems died. Um, yeah, like this is like to compare this to the concept of what I'm thinking this might be, to compare this to Mass Effect, this would be like if you were playing as one of the soldiers on Earth fighting for survival while Shepard was out there doing their thing over the course of the trilogy. Yeah, and I don't mind that if it's a good Destiny-like. I don't mind Destiny. Right. I actually really like Destiny a lot. Um, I played Forsaken recently with a friend, and it was really good. Um, 
So yeah, I'm I'm on board for that game. I just don't know how many people are on board for that game. Um, because I don't know if Halo itself, this is, might be blasphemous, but I don't know if Halo itself is actually that relevant anymore. Um, I don't know. I think that uh, it's a chance that they can take with this mm. because I think that they can take a lot of chances right now because Game Pass offers them that. Them that. Yeah. Because you can easily try out this game for $15. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and go back to the bigger discussion about Microsoft in general, but maybe we'll have that at the end. Or might, might not even have it today. Um, but let, let's let's move on from Halo and let's see what else they've got. So Gears is next on the list. Um, is there anything Gears can do that make you interested? No. During, yeah, okay, Duran shook his head there. <laughs> I pretty much checked out of Gears at 3. Cool. I'm kind of with you. I actually don't mind the the, the chick as the main character. She's kind of cool. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about her personality. I haven't played the last one, but she looks cool. I don't know. Um, but the I've never be, been a okay. I bought my Xbox 360 for Tales of Vesperia. That's how not Microsoft I am. <laughs> so I didn't play any Halos. I own Master Chief Collection. Never played it. Um. I own a bunch of Gears games. Never played it. Cool. Um, and yeah, just overall, I just I'm not. I don't really care about Gears, so I, that, that's it. I don't know. Duran sent me an message yeah. that he can't necessarily go much longer, which is why I just interrupted it. But yeah. Cool. So there'll be another people to talk to. Sorry for the people at home. If you're interested in Gears, but not the guys to talk to. If you're very interested yeah, in Gears, no, not at people, all. Um, <laughs> who are interested in it. Uh, all right. So across the board, I can say that I think we'll see. I want to do the next thing. If, how much time do we have left, Darren? If you're giving me a ballpark. Uh, well, we need to finish up with with uh, Microsoft real quick first before we move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, but how, just give me so, a general idea of how much time we've got. Uh, twenty minutes. Okay, cool. We'll we'll spend five more minutes on Microsoft because the next thing is going to be okay. a little bit. Um, so yeah. Uh, the, so, the last big thing with Microsoft is yeah. hardware. Hardware, exactly. Um, first off, like how far do you think they're going to go? Um, do you think they're going to like announce like they, they're not going to date and date and price, right? Like that's, that's too far. No, out. I think they will do what Sony did in that wired article. Um, they will give us the basics of what, it, what to look forward to. Um, they will confirm will backwards compatibility. Box? No, we won't see a box. Um, I think all the, I think all the, the name price and box things are things you do on the lead up just before it comes out. That, Cause those are the hype moments. You need to save. You need to save. At least that's what previous generations have showed us. So it's more of like a conceptual moment still a year out. I I feel like I'm as iffy on which direction they're going to go as I think that they have been leading up to this. Mm. Because looking at it, they knowing that Sony isn't going to be there, they are primed to own this show. Yes. Like being the only company that's going to have actual hardware to show, mm-hmm. that always brings big news, always overshadows everything else. Um, the uh, the way you'd want to go is like, okay, well, let's just blow it out. Let's show let's show them the box. Let's show them what it can do. Let's, you know, do we have some games we can show off? Like, let's let's really own this E3. Yeah. Um, but I feel like after their last hardware reveal, how poorly that went 
And with Sony being able to come up right behind them and say, well, look at our stuff, look how much better it is. Mm-hmm. I think that Microsoft is skittish to put out too much information about their box. Yep. That Sony hasn't already. Yep. So, like, I think they'd be afraid to announce, like, a price because Sony could just undercut them. Yeah. I think they could, they would be afraid to put out, kind of like you're saying, like anything really beyond what, what Sony did at the, in the, in that article. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Microsoft is going to stick to just those points of information yeah, exactly. and only the ones that they can guarantee they are better at. Yes. I think if there's anything that the PS5 does better than Microsoft, Microsoft's just going to not even talk about that bullet point. Yeah. Like, for example, they, PS5 has that weird fancy SSD. Um, Microsoft might just say, we have an SSD, like a five or whatever, one terabyte SSD will be guaranteed with every, something like that. They wouldn't say I don't think they can go that far. I don't think they can go that far. I think if, not bring it up. If, if Sony's SSD, like their hybrid technology or whatever, better than what Microsoft has, mm-hmm. Microsoft's not even going to mention storage. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense. They will just not even mention it. They'll just focus and on And then if they're focus. asked about it, they'll say we'll have more to talk about in the future. Yeah. And at some point in the future, a, a, a spec sheet or whatever will come out. Yeah. But I think that's going to be after more information has come out on both consoles and they can find a way to spin it to make it look better for them, whether that's price yeah. or whatever. So I think a lot of the cool... All right. Uh, I think a lot of the cool things that'll be about Microsoft be wrapped up in the next little segment here, and I don't want to eat too much into its time because it'll, it'll take a little bit and it'll be and it's fun. But what I want to say is, we know people at home that Microsoft's going to have a shitload of third parties there. Um, we probably already talked about the biggest games that will be announced that I can think of, like especially with FF Seven and a bunch of other stuff. Like I can see and Cyberpunk seventy seven we haven't talked about. During I, mm. I think you agree that will probably be be there. Um, yeah. Yeah, they've already said they're going to be at E3, and that makes the most sense for them to be on Microsoft's show. Yeah. And then Rocksteady will not be at E3, so that's still he's still not going to get it, like, whatever the fuck they're working on. Um, so there's in in a lot of cases, what Microsoft is going to show us is going to be a total surprise. And I want to I kind of want to leave it as I kind of don't want to sit here too long going through their back catalog and going, oh yeah, this could be, it could be I don't know, Perfect Dark, reboot, right? So. I think a lot of it is we know there's going to be amazing third parties. It's going to be the biggest thing of the show. It's the first of the show. It's tomorrow morning, I think, for my time. So it's in like it's less than 12 hour, 24 hours from now. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't wait. That's my big takeaways from Microsoft. Last thing is X-Play. Or X-Cloud. X-Cloud. What do you, we already kind yeah. of talked about in the Stadia segment. What do you think we'll see about um, Again, I think they're going to follow a lot of the same bullet points Stadia did mm-hmm. um, in a way that makes them look better. They're going to talk a lot about, like you said, their their, their infrastructure, um, how much more reliable that is, how much, the faster speeds, the, it's in more places. Yeah, I think that if they can manage to, for instance, say that they will be in Australia day one, that'd that's be, a big great, big win for them it, over it Stadia. Yep. Um, they will probably talk pricing. They'll probably do something that ties it in with Gold and Game Pass. Mm. They're already kind of starting to marry their services anyway. Yeah. Um, but again, like if 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 they can't guarantee a certain quality at the same um, internet speeds as Stadia can, they're not going to talk about that. Yeah, you know, you know, um, it's it's very curious, and that's why I love Microsoft coming up first. But I also don't know what I'll think about E three after they're finished because they're kind of the big they're the big hitter, right? So once they're done, I don't know how I feel. But um, especially with X Cloud, especially with the new console, I'm just I just can't wait. It is a big black box, and it's where all the cool announcements will be, probably. So, before we do move on, the one 
the one little hardware thing I think they are going to do because yeah. it's safe. Yeah. Is I think Phil Spencer is going to show a controller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a new controller and at least, oh, there'll be, okay. I'm going to say it right now. There's going to be a Gears of War controller and Xbox. It has to be. It happens every time. Like a, Gears oh, of you War mean 4. like an Xbox One? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both no, I'm saying like, they're, I'm saying he's going to pull in uh, the new oh. Xbox controller. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> yes, I'm not because that's okay. Safe. I'm gonna write that down. As a, okay, right. they can own the con- they can own E3 because they they're talking about hardware and he can show a controller, and it's safe because there is no way that he can link that, that showing that controller is going yeah. to somehow get one upped by yeah. Sony later on. Correct, unless it's like, oh, our controller has like a VR projection. That every fucking <laughs> news outlet out there is going to do immediately. Oh, you cut off at the end there. I didn't hear the last part of your sentence. So that every every news outlet out there is going to immediately story you cut, you on cut, that controller. You cut off again. Uh, no, no. Do a story yeah. on that controller, right? That's that's yes. What you I go, yes, I agree. And it's it's gonna be like it's gonna be like uh, in the uh, every post E three wrap up show. It's gonna be like the one like a stupid. It's gonna be a picture of that controller on most streams. Yep. For whatever. Reason. <laughs> uh, it, and you know what? It'll probably look like a normal Xbox three sixty controller. Oh, one controller, the same thing, same design. They won't, they won't change shit. I bet you. Um, maybe there'll be an extra button, and they won't tell you what the button you know what? is. You know what? You know what they'll do? What? They'll bring back the back button. Oh shit! <laughs> because I think that's what Sony wants to do. I think Sony uh, is going to bring back the select button. That'd be, you know what? They're going to bring back start and select. I, that would actually be kind of cool. I would actually personally really appreciate it if they just bring back start and select. Um, and just have their stupid other buttons there as well. That's fine by me. Um, oh, it'd be it'd be funny if it's a controller and it, it yeah, there's a button there you don't know about, and it turns out that button is to enable Xbox. Um, what's the face? Uh, X Cloud. X Cloud, yeah. And you can just boot that, and it doesn't even it boots your Xbox in like a low power state, and you just stream your X Cloud. That would be kind of cool, something like that. Um, yep. And with that, um, Durin, how much do you know about my surprise? I accidentally clicked to it a couple I- times. I think I vaguely saw something come up at one point, but I didn't catch what it was. Good. Okay. I'm going to turn off my screen share. How do I do that? How do I turn off my screen share? Let's see. Uh, I think it's on the bottom. Oh, screen share. Stop yeah, sharing. Yeah, bottom. Uh, very, yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. Because I want to be a surprise. Um, so, so Duran, I've always wanted to do this, and I haven't had a chance yet. Um, you can't see it anymore, but I'll show you it after we're done here. Uh, this is going to probably take the next 20 minutes. Um and it won't be hopefully too bad. The people at home can see it, though, and they can kind of tell what it is. Have you heard of the Easy Allies E3 betting special? No. Okay. Um, this is a special where uh, it started off in game trailers, where two hosts would uh, have a series of bets on E3 as to outcomes. But these aren't like, oh, these aren't like, very, most of them are not simple bets like... Um, will who will win the press conferences they're actually very specific and very stupid in many cases okay um okay now the main thing is these bets i've I've generated them myself i've stolen it i've actually called this the e3 ripoff betting special because we're stealing their idea but i love it so much (laughs) i don't care um so if people like this go see easy allies they're amazing um so what this is is it's you versus me okay i've got a series of questions here and each question is has a point value rating. The winner of this special will be the person with the most points at the end of E3. 
These questions only apply to the five major press conferences. We're talking about Nintendo, oh, counting Nintendo. So Nintendo, Ubisoft, Microsoft, um, what's his face, Bethesda, and what was the last one? Square Enix. Those Square, are the yeah. yeah. Um, so it's going to be a series of questions based on that and your crew points. There'll be more rules as you go along. There's a, there's a middle segment, which is important. By the end, it's you versus me. Whoever wins, wins. All of these are yes or no questions, except for some very, okay. very... Do I need to record anything down, or are you, are you writing I have a spreadsheet. Together? I have a spreadsheet. Okay. Um, I will record your answers as you go along. Okay. Um, for people at home, uh, if you know Easy Allies, you will know this. Hopefully, it plays well. I'm just going to play into my microphone. I'm playing it off my phone. I don't care. Let's see. Generation. Let's see. Give me a second. There's a, there's a jingle here. It's a very important. Okay, I just need to say that. I don't know if that came across in the audio. Production value. <laughs> but cool rock jingle. Here we go, Duran. These are the bets. Um, these are go- these, the, the theme of this year is degeneration. I'm not stealing Easy Allies bets. Most of these bets are my own. Some of them are, are references to Easy Allies, but these are, these are mostly um, really shitty bets that are very unfair. Not quite. I, I, I like phrasing it that way, but I like, I like putting it... These are twisted, Dora. These are twisted bets that'll make you confused. Or not. Um, I'm going to start with some warm-up bets. Warm-up bets for you, Dora, so you can get some easy points at the start. Um, to give you an idea, these warm-up bets, there'll be three of them. They're yes and no answers. And you just have to give me a... Sorry, each of these is worth five points. To give you an I broad idea of the spectrum, some of the later bets are worth up to 15, 25, 100 points. But these bets are worth five. So the very easy ones, you can go and go at them. Any questions so okay. far? Yeah, really quick before we get started. Do I need to immediately answer or... These ones are the warm-up bets. You can think about it. You can ask questions about the warm-up bets. You can think about okay. it. Um, at any point, you can ask questions, actually. But beyond that, it's just, like, first reaction, yes, no. Yeah, it's just a yes or no. Okay. And you, but you, you totally are allowed to think about it, and we have time. So, okay. these, this is your first warm-up bet. Are you ready, Durin? Yes. Okay. Will Cortana talk to Master Chief in a calm or encouraging tone? No. Okay. So not at any point during the Microsoft or any other press conferences, Cortana will not talk to the Master Chief in an encouraging tone. No, because I don't think the Master Chief is going to be in there. Okay, good. All right. Will the word, this is the second one, will the word snap map be mentioned during the Doom Eternal presentation? Fuck. (laughs) No. Okay. No. All right. Next one. Will Ubisoft announce a new IP at the end of their press conference? Yes. Nice. What's the reasoning there? That's the last of the warm-up questions. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Um, I think that they're going to tease a new IP that will actually be a next-generation title. Cool. All right. And then around the Snapback one, what were, what were your general thinking about the Snapback one? I think that <laughs> even they know that was a mistake. <laughs> and I think that if I'm wrong, it's going to be uh, that they... Uh, they heard the audience, and instead they they did not include that, or they like have revised it in some way. But it's not going to be snap map. Okay, cool. Um, so for the next segment, th- that was the warm up, and I think you get the uh, general idea now. So what we're going to do for the next mm-hmm. segment is 
Next segment is 20 rapid fire questions. These okay. questions, so, so far, if you've gotten this right, you have a maximum of 15 points to gain. That's from your warm up questions. Next segment is worth a total of 100 points. 20 questions, five points each. The complication here is um, if you get a question right, you get five points. Same for me. But if either of us get a question wrong and the other person has the inverse, we give our points to them. So, okay. to, to, as an overall thing, we both get it right, we both get five points. We both get it wrong, no one gets anything. But if one person gets it wrong and the other person gets it right, you give them your points. Cool? So it's a 10-point swing. Okay. All right. Um, to, and before we go to this, uh, with the previous two questions, will, will Cortana talk to the Master Chief in a calmer and current tone? I voted no, because I think she'll be a bitch. Because that's the ending of, she's actually the bad guy <laughs> now. Um, will the word snap map? No. Fuck off. Snap map isn't coming back. to be crazy. Uh, this is stupid. I, re- I, re- I remember that because I was like, what the fuck would I do for Bethesda predictions? And that was the dumbest thing I could think of. And then Ubisoft yep. New Pre, Yeah, I also agreed yes. So, so far, we both voted the same thing for all three questions. Let's see how we proceed okay. in the next section. Are you ready for rapid fire questions, Duran? I'm ready. Okay. Time starting now. Will an original Xbox era Microsoft-owned franchise be revived? Technically, yes. Okay. Will Cyberpunk 2077 have a full montage, sorry, full on-stage demo? Yes. Okay. From Will From Software's new game be revealed? Yes. Okay. Will Shenmue 3 be shown? No. All right. All right. Will Halo Infinite... This is a good, interesting one. Disappoint. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, will Arcane Studios... These, these will kind of be moving through the press conferences. Will Arcane Studios show us what they're working on? No. All right. Will Starfield be mentioned? <laughs> At all. Any mention. This includes a, a yes. wor- words on screen. Okay, yes. All right, that's the fr- okay. All right, uh, that, I, I think that actually, I think you're being dangerous. On I think this is going to skip that one, but let's just keep moving. Will a Nintendo executive be on stage during the Ubisoft press conference? No. Okay. Will a person dressed as an in an animal costume dance on stage? Yes. Okay. All right. I voted no for that one because fuck it. They have to be classy. For one year, they have to have some Let's goddamn dance. class. Come on. That's of course class. they're going to. God damn it. Do some like... De- anyway, moving on. Uh, will gameplay from a next generation console be shown that isn't um, on... like they? Sorry. It can't be a PC game. So as in they have to say this is on a next generation console or significantly uh, hint at the fact that this is on a console, not a PC. Can it be a next generation game being played on a PC? Like yes. Next, next yes. It can be designed game. for the next consoles, but being played off a dev kit. Yeah, absolutely. Then yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Will X Men or any X Men feature in the Square Enix Avengers game? No. All right. Will Castlevania be mentioned in any press conference? 
That feels like a trick question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. <laughs> no, because it's going to call it Metroidvania instead. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Still moving. Will Tifa Lockhart punch more than three different enemies? Yes. This one's the one close to my heart. Will we finally leave Midgar? Yes. Okay, all right. We already have. Will Bowser speak a fully voice-acted sentence? No. Okay, all right. This one's fun. Will Tom Nook interact with a character in a currently unannounced video game? No. Oh, what's your thinking in that one? Animal Crossing is probably going to be there. Animal Crossing is announced. The new one, is it? Yeah, yeah, okay, they announced cool. that already. All right, so it has to be like a Smash Brothers thing somewhere. Yeah, it had to be so- yeah something else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, I don't. I'm also not counting DLCs. So if it's a DLC, this also counts as not announced. So if it's a new Tom Nook DLC, I'll give you the points for this, one, or I'll get, take points for this one. Um. Next one. Will a cartoony character, and by that I mean anything not realistically human, cry in a video game? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, Will we see greater than or equal to two double jumps in a single demo? Okay. Yes. On a single demo? Yes. All right. Next one is very simple. Skate four? Exclamation point, question mark. (laughs) We already have an answer, no? Okay. <laughs> and then, will a video game character throw something that hits a camera lens? So, at the screen, no. for example. Okay, no. All right. Mortal Kombat okay. already came out. Nice. That is um, the hot seat bets. Well done, Durin. Well done. Um, we'll, we'll move on to the next segment. But I think you can, we'll, real, real quick, for me, on the next segment, yep. the one about uh, leaving mid we actually already have uh, in that last ah. uh, uh, state of play trailer they showed. Mm-hmm. Um, the segment where Sephiroth showed up that was the Nibelheim uh, flashback. Ooh, okay. So it has to be. So it has to occur during these conferences. Um, so right. it has to. Yeah, right. So that, that's, that's that's why I'm saying yes, yeah. we will because we've already seen it. So it's not okay. going to be as big. All right, all right. We'll see. Um, all right. So next, we're moving on to the next segment. So this this is no longer additive or subtractive. You if you get the points, you get the points. If you don't get the points, okay. you don't get the points. These are worth fifteen points each. So the last one's worth five. First one's worth five. Second one's worth additive or subtractive five. These are fifteen each. Easy questions. Hardware related. There's only five of these. For a total okay. of seventy-five points. Will Project X Cloud surprise us? Yes. What's the reasoning? Um, I think it's going to either be pricing. Okay. In a, okay. Or they will incorporate it in some way into PC. All right. So it won't just be Xbox. It won't just be next generation. I don't. Xbox. I, don't I don't think the PC. So when I say us, it means both of us. But I don't right. think PC would really be. But if it's like, oh, it's surprisingly good or surprisingly shit, I think I'll be. Well, the reason why that would be a surprise is because if they're getting ready to, to announce new hardware, mm. um, they would want to try to presumably bring you and I into that hardware, right? 
and by announcing xCloud as a thing on PC, yeah, that's one more reason we don't need their hardware. But I think like they're so leaning hard into PC stuff now that like I can see that happening because isn't Game Pass on PC as well? Or is it yeah, they just announced uh, Game Pass for PC. Okay, we'll find out. Back to bets. <laughs> is will Microsoft spend less than thirteen minutes on a new Xbox model? Yes. Wait, like a new, like the next Xbox console. I say a, like a new, new a new Xbox model. <laughs> okay, is this combined? How do you feel? Or a single model? How, how do you feel? Well, how do you want the bet to go? Because I'm, I'm happy to go either way on that one. How about more than 13 minutes on hardware? No, has to be an Xbox model. But I'm happy to be combined. So as the Gears of One One will count. Well, that's what I mean. Like, so what I mean is like Xbox uh, console hardware. It has to be console, not not a controller. It has to be a like not, not talking about controllers. Not talking about yeah. in, in, you know uh, headphones. Yeah, it has or to be console no, hardware. That's what I mean by consoles. a new Xbox. Yeah, a new Xbox. Yeah. Well, that, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like that would include yeah. like a, a next generation Xbox, and it would also include like Gears Xbox. Yes. Yes. So, do you want it to not include yeah. Gears, or do you want it to include Gears? No, I'm probably including it. Um, if it's including that, then I'm gonna say they will. It will. They will. They will spend more than 13 or they will spend less than yes, 13? Yes, they will spend more than 13. Okay, so I, what if I change it to it will not include the Gears of War one? If it is only next generation hardware, no. Yep. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep that. So I'll see. Okay. So that'll be the thing. Next generation hardware, 30 minutes or less, you say yes, it will be less than 13. It will be 13 or less, yes. Yep. Cool. Will Microsoft reveal hardware specifications? Yes. All right. Will Nintendo announce a release date for a new Switch model? No. Okay. That includes new colors. Nope. Okay. All right. Cool. They've already said they have no no hardware announcements for E3 this year. All right. Will Nintendo announce a quote-unquote weird accessory for an existing franchise? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Okay, I have no for that one. I have no for that one. So we'll we'll, we'll see. They're gonna put something fucking dumb out I, for I have faith. Pokemon or Animal Crossing. <laughs> okay, all right. So how are you feeling so far? How are you feeling so far? Be in, in the bets. Are you feeling confident? Are you feeling confident so far? Do you like? Do you, do you think you're, you've got all your points? I think so. Let's, let's see. So good. far, actually, we're very similar. The only ones we disagreed nice. on is Shenmue Three. I say it will be shown. You say it won't. Um. For will Starfield mention? I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> ain't happen. Not even gonna be on stage. I'm saying it's gonna be mentioned. Like, so here's my thinking on that. Yep. The words together Starfield are going to be mentioned at some point during E3. <laughs> I don't think anybody is going to be talking about Starfield. Uh, I don't. I have. I think no it's either gonna be mentioned in like, hey, we have nothing to talk about about Starfield this year. Uh, or Starfield's still in the works, but we're a little ways off. We'll have more to show maybe next year. Ah, uh, because it has to be a conference. To, or some, or somebody be. is going to reference Starfield as a part of a different thing. Ooh, okay. I, I, I can see your reasoning. I'm still sticking with not. <laughs> even even not even so much as like Microsoft saying like you'll be able to play Starfield on XCloud. 
Because I can see, like, from the creators that we'll be working on, Elder Scrolls Six, or the creators of the Elder Scrolls Six, I can see them because it's a new IP. I can see it not being used as a as a touchstone for anything else. So the only, I, think I think it's, it's the, the 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 wide uh, wording of your yes or no question yep. is what is making me say that yes, it is going to okay. be mentioned. All right. Um, and I have will Ton Nook interact with a character in a currently non- announced game? I didn't know Animal Crossing had already been announced, so I put yes. So maybe mm. that's some free points for me. Maybe that's some free free points for me. We'll see. Um, will we see cartoony character cry in a video game? I said no, and you said yes. Um, I, I think I I don't think we'll have tears this E3. I think it'll be a lot of happy. Um, will a greater than or equal to two double jobs be in a single demo? I said no, because I think there'll be one. <laughs> if they show, if they show more of Fallen Order, then I, that's what I'm banking on, because they already said that one of the upgrades you get in that game is a double jump. Ah, okay, all right, all right. We'll so see. If more of that is shown on like Microsoft's, <laughs> and they happen to show off the double jump. I'm banking they'll yeah, do it twice. Yeah, they'll do it twice. All right. Um, and for the Microsoft spending less than 13 minutes, I think they're going to do a blowout because it's a two-hour show. I think they're going to spend more than 13 minutes on the new Xbox. Um, I, see, that's that's why I was doing a quick math in my head because yeah. I think I, I was thinking about, okay, they have two, two hours, but they have 14 first-party games and then also third-party games. And also, they're not going to talk about any more information than Sony has already put out. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking it's going to be less than 13. Cool. And well, for me, I, I think they... Just in terms of time it takes for people to walk on stage, talk for a bit about stupid shit, and they walk off stage as they hand off. Like, I think just like the cum- it won't feel like fifteen minutes, but it'll be like you're banking minutes. on the the, the <laughs> in between walking time. Yeah, to get up yeah. Yep. Um, okay. With uh, and Nintendo announced a weird accessory. I said no, mostly because I I don't want them to. <laughs> so my accessory. question with that. No. Is have they announced any weird accessories already for uh, Sword and Shield? No, no, they haven't. Okay, then yes, they are. Okay, absolutely. All right. going uh, we'll to. see. We'll see if Sword and Shield's even there. Um, okay, next segment. Moving back to the bets. Long odds bets. These bets are the ones that are like worth twenty-five points. Most likely not going to happen, in my opinion, when I wrote them. But we'll see what you think. We'll see what you think. Actually, well, some of them are definitely going to happen, but we'll see. Long odds bets, Duran, are you ready? Yes. Will Bethesda's E3 conference impress us? <laughs> no. Okay. And I have low expectations. <laughs> Will Nintendo feature in the Microsoft press conference? Yes. Okay. All right. So far, so far, we actually agree with each other. Let's see how this goes. Will Hideo Kojima reveal himself? No. Okay. Will Google Stadia be mentioned, even on a slide, in either the Nintendo or Microsoft press conferences? No. Okay, we actually disagree. I think they'll. I think it'll be on a slide. I think it'll be on a Microsoft slide. That's what I'm banking Microsoft, on. Microsoft will not acknowledge them because to acknowledge them would be to acknowledge that they are a competitor. Okay, all right. Do you, you think new good guy Microsoft isn't going to acknowledge anyone else but themselves? I don't know. Maybe it's not. It's not, it's not good guy Microsoft. It's more <laughs> that uh, they they're going to they're going to go the route of like they're going to talk how great talk about how great their stuff is. Yep. 
but they're going to do it in a way where they don't reference the other guy because the last thing they want to do is compare themselves to them. Okay. All right. Sure. Because I, 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 I do think that comparatively, they're not going to stack up. I think that it will be on a slide of people they're working with and they're not going to be talking about them. That's my bet. That's my bet. But okay, we've already locked in. Moving on. Okay. This is a fun one. This is also close to my heart. Will Todd Howard apologize? <laughs> At any point. In any way. No. Okay, I agree. <laughs> Not a chance. I think if there was an apology for 76, it would have all... Even if, first of all, he might not even be on stage. He might not even fucking rock up to E3. Second of all, Todd Howard doesn't apologize for fucking anything. <laughs> he is fucking no. uh, irredeemable. I love that man. Okay, this is this one I hope is close to your heart. And this is also stolen from Easy Allies. The last one was as well. Will Doug Bowser make a Bowser joke? He's the new, I think, CEO. No, I know he is. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to decide whether he'll even be a part of the direct. Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. So you think he'll be part of the direct, A, and B, he will be unable to resist (laughs) doing a Bowser joke? A hundred percent. If he's on the direct, he a hundred percent is going to be unable to. Do you, what do you think it's he, going to be like? What do you think he it's had, going to be like? He had a tied up Mario in the background of the picture that introduced him as the CEO. <laughs> or president, whatever. So so if you were to guess... He um, knows. If you were to guess... For, this is for bonus points. If you were to guess where in the presentation he would make the joke, would it be at the start, the end, or when he first appears? Uh, it'd be at the start. I think he, the, 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 the director will probably... Because I think a lot of people... Um, mainstream wise like don't really see a lot of the nintendo directs and i think that this because like he's not really been in the directs and i feel like right there's gonna be a segment where like they talk about it mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. um because they're gonna have you know they're gonna mention that reggie is out like right that's gonna get talked about okay and doug bowser i think is gonna be a part of that right. and he's going to make his bowser <laughs> joke there. i i voted no because class <laughs> again, I'm hoping I'm hoping this is E3, a classy E3 with no one fucking dance on stage in an animal suit and no one fucking makes stupid jokes about their own damn name. <laughs> now the question I have for you, uh-huh. uh Do you think Reggie's going to make an appearance in the direct? Okay, I, I this I have actually I actually thought about this. There's a bonus bets segment. These are worth ten points each. So if you come up with a bet, this is where you put them. Reggie on stage? Is that, oh, sorry. Uh, in the press, in uh, the in, in the indirect. Indirect. Yeah. Indirect. Uh, my uh, feeling is no. I, I think no. He will not. Would, how about you? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. All right. There's ten points on the line. Ten points on the line. We'll see how. It goes. I think these things were recorded early enough. Oh, really? That there is going to be a transition between him and Doug Bowser. Wow. And I think they, they will have already recorded that prior to him leaving. The- this is some inside Nintendo like work. I like it. I like this this knowledge you're bringing to. It. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. Maybe I think it's. I also think it's possible that he wants a clean break and he wants the new guys to shine in their own light, and he'll just let them do their own thing and be enjoyed by other people. I, I think it's very possible. But the thing is, like, he, like he's been such a face of E3 for Nintendo for so mm-hmm. long. 
Um, and there was never really a good, like, solid introduction of Doug Bowser. Right. For the majority of people who follow, like, E3. Like, there are people who follow game news and what's going on in the game's sphere. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who just kind of follow this stuff. And I feel like it would make sense that they would have pre-recorded this stuff before he left the company. Right. So that there would be this kind of transition for people who are, you know, maybe didn't read the news that Reggie was out. And and Mm. to transition him into, because that's the thing, like, like Reggie was not in every direct either, but he was in every E3 direct. Right. Yeah, you're not wrong. So I think, this is, I think that's I think that's why he he potentially could it's be a there. Good argument. I I I'm betting. I'm hoping for the points that you'll be wrong. Um, <laughs> okay, next up, back to the long odds bets. All right, here we go. Will there be a large scale shadow drop? Now I have to explain this one. So, so shadow drop is available now or tonight uh, yeah. at at E3. That's a shadow drop, and large scale is. Um, uh, well, anything we can both agree is large scale. So PT, I'd say we agree was large scale around that time when people discovered what right. it was. Um, so Would something you on considered that like Fallout Shelter large no, scale? No, Mobile okay. games, no matter, I don't care if it's Final Fantasy 16 as a mobile game. doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> mobile games do not uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> not okay, I have, I have that as yes. I have, I have hope. I hope I hope there's going to be some sick ass and Xbox Cloud is available today. Like some some sick shit like that. Um, three is available today. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. All right, next one. Will Final Fantasy VII Remake get a firm release date during any press conference? Yes. I don't think so. I have a reasoning for that, though. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Because, uh, um, oh, which guy was it? I forget which which one of the lead guys on the game was, uh, mm-hmm. but like in a tweet after the state of play trailer, yeah, um, his wording was they have options for launch. Oh, sorry, I've, I've I've you cut off. What was the last bit? Though? They've, they've already uh, begun preparations for launch. Preparations for launch. Ooh. Yeah. See, so I don't care. I think this is Square Enix, <laughs> <laughs> and either they'll have it at the fucking. Um, the musical beforehand, I forget what it's called, the concert beforehand, or they'll have their own, spe- they'll give us a window, and then they'll have an own special event on stage with everything for Final Fantasy VII release date. And that will be where they announced all the special editions, the one with the fucking cloud bike, a real-sized bike for, you can buy for $250,000. <laughs> like, that's what we're going to get later. At the moment, it's going to get a window. That's my bet. But we've, your bets are locked in, Duran. We'll see how this goes. Maybe you're right. Maybe all you're right. right. Um, okay. Will Watch Dogs 3, this one we, we might already agree on, have a likable main character? <laughs> Are we considering the character you start the game with as the main character? Uh, I would, I will actually accept any definition you wish to propose once we're, when we're deciding who wins for likable. <laughs> so, no, I'm not talking about likable. I'm no, saying, are we, the no, character, mean, are we like, simply I'll, saying... If you vote yes for this, I will accept any argument you present to me on the day. If it's, if there is no main character, then I'll accept that everyone's the main character. Therefore, if any of them are de- presented to be likable, 
I will be with so you. So if any character that you can play as in that game is could be considered likable. That, that they yes. can also be considered as a main character, okay? We disagree. I mean like, that's why that's why I was asking. That's why I was yes. asking. Yeah, yeah. If 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 the if the whole thing is you can play as any Mm-hmm. And they are voiced. Yeah. Then, as long as one of those is a likable character, then. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. I don't know how we're gonna know that from this uh, press conference. Well, but here's yes. the thing, right? Because now, now you got me thinking. Now you got me thinking. If it's anyone, then you can have like a split second where you're playing, like, like cuts to a dude playing as I don't know, like a dude in a Mickey Mouse suit, hug, like a, like pushing over a grand lady. Like, That's likable. I'm with you, and he's the person you play as. So then. Yep. But only counts if yep. there is no main character as well. If there's a main character, but you can also be a legion, that's then what the main I mean, character though, counts. Like... No, it has to be either. So the legion okay, counts if there's it, no it, main character. That's legion, why I was asking. So yeah. if you're considering the person you start the game as as the main character, oh, uh, that's arguable. No, no, it has to be a main character. Like the legion, if if you start as a random NPC or whatever, essentially a random NPC, even if you start as a main named person, but you don't actually, they're not the main character. Like you just switch from them within the first five minutes. I'm with you. I think that doesn't count as a main character. It has to be like a main central person that you come back to over the course of the game. That's 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 what I mean. So yeah. then my answer would be no. Okay. So you don't think there'll be a likable main character? I'm going to change my answer. This is set in the UK. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. I like the hope. I like the hope there. And that is the last of the E3 long bets. Now we've just got the final segment. So, so far, we've even had the warm-up bets worth five points each. The hot seat bets, which are worth subtractive additive five points each. The hardware bet, 15. The long odd bets, 25. So, if we write in all of them, it's a total of 200 points. But there's the E3 dreams bets. These are worth 200 each. You get to make up the bets. <laughs> so you have to jackbox scoring yeah, here. Yep. So my bet, which I pre-wrote in this, is just the words Final Fantasy 16. However, because you brought that up earlier, if you want me to make that bet more complicated, I can. If I win the bet, so the only one of us can bet. So we can't bet on each other's, right? It's only, um, it's only if your prediction comes true, you get the points. So it's not like a, we both have a point. So this is mine, Final Fantasy 16. Do you want me to take that or do you want me to make it more complicated? I I think it needs to be a little bit more complicated. Okay, what if I said Final Fantasy 16 is announced with a CGI trailer with a female main character? Okay, that's fair. Okay. CGI. A more complicated than I expected you to go, but that's MC. fair. Okay. Now you then you have to come up with a prediction. <sighs> Maybe right. 200 points. It has, has to be complicated. Okay. It has to be like actual prediction. It can't be oh Microsoft will impress us. Like no, it has to be. <laughs> Let's see what we've gotten during the show. We've had Yokotaro. I'm also happy to do the Yokotaro bet, but Yokotaro as Final Fantasy 16 that counts as E3 Dream. I'll give you that one. Um, Final Fantasy 7 on Switch was another one of your predictions. Um, Super Nintendo for online was another one of your predictions. So just giving you those. Um. Ah, shoot. I feel like Super Nintendo for online is easy, though. I have to... If, yeah, if that's easy, I'll, I'll just make it complicated. So I'll go, okay, will it have a release date? Like, you, you have to... Those little bits of like, multipliers you can add to it. So if you want to go with that one, you can. I am going to say... Fuck, this is a real fucking long shot bet, but I'm going to try and make it anyway. Go for it. It's E3 Dreams, baby! <laughs> 
Yokotaro is going to tease the next near. I like that pet. Or well, okay, Yokotaro is going to tease the next his next project that isn't Final Fantasy related. Yeah, I like it. His next project, and it it is not FF related. Locked in. So, Duran, with that, I'm going to link you to this Excel spreadsheet. And you can look okay. over your bets to determine whether I've correctly recorded them on, on your behalf. Um, so, to go over the people at home, we've got, while Duran does that, will Cortana talk to the Master Chief in a calm or encouraging tone? We both voted no. Will the word snap map be mentioned during the Doom Eternal presentation? We voted no. Will Ubisoft announce a new IP at the end of their press conference? We both voted yes, and I think that's actually that's shifty because it could have it could be a revival, in which case we both lose those those points. Yeah, like we, yeah. we, we vote we vote yes, and it's gonna be fucking the Splinter Cell. Yeah, exactly. Uh, dude, it's so oh, we can't change our votes, but well, you can't. You know what? Until yeah. we lock it, yeah. Do you want? Do you want to? No, change no, it? no. Okay. We're locked okay. in. No, we're, we're locked, locked in. in. Sweet. We're both wrong. Yeah, we're, we're both, both wrong. wrong. Splinter Cell. <laughs> Because I literally didn't think about that until yeah. just now. It's go. fucking Splinter Cell. God damn it. Um, hot seat bets. Will an original Xbox era Microsoft-owned franchise be revived? We both voted yes. Will Cyberpunk 2077 have a full on-stage demo? We both voted yes. I like how hopeful we are about that. It could just be some CG bullshit. We don't know. It could be off It's coming out this year. Of course it's going to be <laughs> it's a not coming demo. Out. It's not coming out this year. Don't be crazy. Um, will From Software's new game be revealed? We both voted yes. Will Shenmue 3 be shown? I'm hopeful. I voted yes. I think it'll be at Microsoft, even though it's impossible. Sony has been carrying that, and they're not at E3, so it's no. Duran's voted no. There you go. I'm hope. I hope. I hope. Okay. Will Halo Infinite disappoint? Yes. (laughs) We both said yes. Will Arcane Studios show us what they're working on? No. That's sad. I actually kind of want to watch like up to see a Prey 2 or something. Will Starfield be mentioned? I voted no. Duran voted yes. We've already discussed that. Will person dressed on a, in an animal costume dance on stage? No. And Duran voted yes. I think it'll be definitely no. I think you know, it's finally. I think that they've put that gimmick aside and they're going to have something like really tasteful and like like a, I don't know, like a, something else. So you think you can uh, dance on stage? This yeah. next one you, you got wrong. I, I said yes to this. Oh, okay. Will Nintendo executive be on a? Oh, sorry, I typed elsewhere on the screen. Oh no, no, no! You're right. You know, you're right. You're right now. There was a later one where Nintendo was on Microsoft. Mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah. no, we're so good. Nintendo executive be on stage during a Ubisoft press conference. I voted no. I think there's going to be a Mario Rabbids too, but I think they've already pulled that tag, yeah. so they can't have another executive on stage. Right. So, yeah. Um, the will gameplay from next generation console be shown, not PC. We both voted yes. I like how hopeful we are about that. Will X Men feature on a Square X game? I think no, because I think they'll no, be too tied. That'll happen too soon. Yes. Um, will Castlevania be mentioned in any press conference? I gutted me to say no. I want it so bad. Uh, those will be points I'm happy to lose if I'm wrong. Will Tifa Lockhart punch more than three different enemies? Of course she will. Of course she will. They haven't revealed her. They haven't shown his teeth this whole her, time. Like, this is going to be her reveal. A hundred percent. We finally leave Midgar. I didn't know we had already, but I'm still hopeful. I think this is going to be the time. This is when you tell us we're leaving Midgar. Um, will Bowser speak in a fully voice acted sen- sentence? No. They, they're never gonna. They're never gonna have Bowser speak. Will Tom Nook interact with the character in the current announced video game? Yes. That's my vote. I didn't know enough about this subject. I accept the loss of those points if I'm wrong about that. Will we see a cartoon character cry in a video game? I voted no. He voted yes. I think they could go either way. I don't know. 
We see Graylin. Look at that team. You're the feels. <laughs> Who knows, man? It could be happy. Um, will we see Graylin Still equal cry. to two double jumps in a single demo? I think no. I think we're going to see one. And Dune says yes. We'll see two. Or more. Skate four? We both would have no. Um, will a game character throw something that hits the camera lens? No. Hardware bets. Exercise surprises? I think yes. It could be with how bad it is. <laughs> Or how overpriced it is, but either this is a surprise. Less than thirteen minutes on new Xbox, I think no. I think it'll be way more than thirteen minutes. I think it'll be a good blowout, maybe twenty minutes on a new Xbox. Doing says it will be less than thirty minutes. Microsoft revealed new hardware specs. I think yes, we both think so. Sony's done it; they have to. Will Nintendo announce a new release date for a Switch model? I think no, because there's no hardware. I think there will be new Switch models this year. That's my catch. But it'll be announced in its own separate thing. Duren says no. Duren's shaking his head. He doesn't think that's going to happen. Nope. Uh, will Nintendo announce a weird accessory for existing franchise? I said no. Duren said yes. Again, I'm going for class. <laughs> my, my theme is a classy Nintendo, E3. Man. I feel like they put out a fucking Pokemon Ball <laughs> controller last year. I feel like my class bets are what's going to lose me today. <laughs> like everything I've gone for. The... Oh, anyway, long odds bets. Will eat secret crisis impress us? No, across the board, not. not I don't know how that's even long <laughs> Because I was hoping someone would say yes. I was like, oh, that's a good. That's oh. and we both could be wrong. Maybe they will. Will Nintendo feature at the Microsoft press conference? We both said yes. I don't think we. I think it's very possible they don't. I think they will feature because of the crossplay stuff. That's that's a that's what I'm going for as well. But I don't think being on a slide counts as featuring. I think that's to be like. I think that when it comes to competing hardware um, companies, that does. Maybe okay. I can hear your argument. We'll see how big it is on the slide. If it's like a small thing on a slide with twenty other things, no, I'm not giving you that. But if it's like a quick like uh, video clip or something with Nintendo there for a hot second, they don't even mention on stage. I'll still count that as yes. So we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see how the the we feel after the event. Hideo Kojima reveal himself? No, sadly. Even though I would love him to be on a new project, it would be so fucking ballsy if he announces another, a new project with Microsoft today. That would be awesome. But it's not going to happen. Sony would not be happy. <laughs> but how fucking hilarious would it be if, if Death Stranding is not even out yet? It's even built. <laughs> will Google Stadia be mentioned even on a slide at either Nintendo or Microsoft? I think yes. Doing says no. Um, will Todd Howard apologize? Not a chance. No, 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 no one. Doug Howard. Will Doug Bowser make a Bowser joke? I voted no. God damn it, because class. <laughs> do it, buddy. Yes. Will he there already be a... has a good game. <laughs> will there be a large scale shadow drop? Yes, I'm hopeful. Will Final Fantasy VII make a firm release date? I'm saying not. Duran says yes. Will Watch Dogs Three have a likable main character? They have never had a likable main character. I don't think they're even capable of it. I don't think they're capable this of it. This one will be British. <laughs> I, no. And they already makes them more likable than an American. And then we got E3 Dreams. My my prediction. Final Fantasy 16 will have a CGI trailer with a female main character. Durin's is Yokotaro will tease his next project and will not be Final Fantasy related. I love both these final bets. Even if you win because of your final bet, I will not have anything against you. <laughs> And then finally, bonus bet, will Reggie be in the direct? I say no. Duran says yes for 10 points. And that's our E3 rip-off betting special. 
Join us at the end of E3 where we go over this table and see who wins. <laughs> Can't wait. How is you? How how are you feeling? D three. Sorry, Duran. Are you pipe for E three? That's the last of it. End of the podcast. I, yeah, I'm. 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 I'm interested over. I'm. I, you know, honestly, I'm, this is probably the first time in a long time I'm really interested to hear what Microsoft has. To say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's sad because it's because Sony's not here. If Sony was here this yeah. year, I still wouldn't be interested in what Microsoft had to say. And that's the thing. Like, I'm going to come out of this like <laughs> at best being like kind of frustrated because I don't want to switch consoles. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm 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 either gonna have both or I'm gonna have just a PlayStation again. And what Microsoft has to do is sell me on a reason to buy the console instead of just buying their shit on PC. Yeah. And, and Which I think it's gonna be a hard sell. Yeah. And with the Steam stuff, like I I think that's I'm like I'm worried about Microsoft for reasons other than them being awesome. Like they could be awesome but still fail because no one buys their shit. Um on their services. Microsoft's going the they're going the route of the of the services, not of the Yeah. They're becoming a publisher. Um, hardware. Yeah. Essentially becoming a publisher instead of a, a hardware focus. So a publisher with a hardware arm rather than a yeah. hardware manufacturer. And with that, thank you for joining me on this special during that was been a fun ride. Um I'm very curious to see how this goes. Hopefully people yeah, at home join the special. Um I will probably post a link to this when I eventually get this podcast up. I'll be locked to editing, but you guys can look at the bets and make it at your television at home. Um, if, however, Durbleton does get his hands on this at some point or hear this podcast and wants his own line of bets to compete against us, he's invited as a shin boy, as anyone else who's been on this podcast. Bring it. I think I'm going to win. Thank you, Duran. See you next time. <laughs> no, I actually think I'm going to lose. <laughs> I think class is going to kill you. <laughs> I, think I'm gonna lose. I think the Final Fantasy 16 could save me, though. That's very possible. It is a thing that could happen. You know, if you'd left out the CG part, I, I, I'd agree with you. Okay. But always CG. Last, the last Final Fantasy one was CG. The first Final Fantasy one was CG. That wasn't gameplay. Except they don't have a game yet, so all they're going to have is a title. That's why it's going to be CG. Art. That's why it's going to be CG. Final Fantasy Versus 13 didn't exist. <laughs> That's true. All right. They had to make CG for all the different languages for Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. So <sighs> where they been? All right. Thank you. See you next time. Uh, have fun with your dinner, Duran. See you guys at home later this evening.